0: next session immediately with just what you need to know and what you need to know is that the party here isn't really so much of a party so far we're just four people that got hired by a lady martella Lothian to accomplish a couple of tasks for her at this year's exaltation gala in the capital city of opara a vote is going to be held in a few hours now on whether to overturn the male only primogeniture the law has been in place since Taldor's founding that means only an emperor's son can take the throne and allow women to rule as well. Each member of this group has been given an individual task to complete to ensure this vote goes through smoothly. And they've all been completed at this point, whether successfully or otherwise. They've all... they're all done. So you have the rest of the gala now to attend to your own goals, to pursue your own interests. You have a unique opportunity in front of you. You're in the middle of the Oparin Senate where everybody who is anybody has come to pursue their own interests. And if you wanted to insert your name in, possibly make some connections, and possibly remember to mute the sub notifier for once in my damn life. <laughs> this would be the place to do it. So we left off just after some unfortunate events took place with one lady trance, who was, I guess, kind of on a similar mission to where what you guys were doing, just the opposite side of things, which ended. With Sir Rostam getting kicked out of the gala. But he found his way back in a bit later. And with all of you having finished investigating Duke Sentimus here and figuring out how he feels about the pre vote, the four of you are reconvening up in the Grand Archives to figure out what to do next. I'm going to go ahead and hide Baylor just because he's not here for this particular session. But of course, in character, he is still around. Probably hobnobbing about the library as he is wont to do, making more friends up here with his inf- seemingly infinite knowledge of all things historical and magical. So, the rest of you, with Dara back in the party, and now, entirely unaware of what even just happened, what do you guys want to do? <clears throat>
1: well, top of a, of a new round, right?
0: Yes. If you want to go ahead and all roll your initiative just so we can attract your, uh, track your actions and give yourself back your marker. You do all have a new social round here. And I'm going to ask you guys while you're rolling these. It doesn't matter so much right now for initiative because this is really just for organization more than anything else. But since I am also making the podcast version of this, can we get in the habit of saying what you roll? All right. For people that aren't actually watching and are just listening.
1: Does that matter for things like this that literally have no meaning whatsoever?
0: I did immediately start that by saying it does not matter for this. But for like uh, combats and whatnot or making diplomacy yeah. checks or knowledges later to influence people. Uh, just say the number that comes up. Okay. So it's followable just through the podcast. So, uh, starting off, I imagine you guys are going to want to catch up now on, well, what the hell just happened.
2: Uh, I mean, Dara's not too worried about it. It was just a, a scuffle that happened. Like, It's not like, oh man, you're just sitting this woman that beat the crap out of me.
0: I mean, if you um, of all people are not super concerned about this, then by all means, just yeah. feel free to just continue pursuing your own ends. Uh, if you don't want to meet, uh, if you want to just go back to whatever it is you were doing, whatever interests Rostam here you are up if you have anything you want to pursue
2: uh no there's nothing you want to pursue like knowing that all the jobs are done uh or at least uh, finished not necessarily completed um he actually well, is done gonna...
0: they are done yeah but they're successfully not successfully or otherwise yeah. they're still done
2: yeah but uh yeah with all the jobs uh completed then uh he actually just wants to relax now that he's uh, already had a fight in here had a pretty tense uh stealing session and uh just an all-around frustration not being able to do any of his own job he uh just kind of wants to hang out and just relax there's 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 nothing in particular that he's looking for right now
0: that's fair and uh what if you don't want to go to anybody in particular to influence them the checks to play to a room are basically you just enjoying yourself in the area. So if you wanted to go out to hypothetically the gardens where the food and the alcohol is <laughs> and make and check the plate of the room there, that would more or less be you just enjoying yourself in the area.
2: Oh okay, yeah. I mean that would definitely be what it is. He's uh he's trying to relax now. He had a he had a good time. His face hurts a little bit, but he's chilling.
0: Yeah, and only Moderately bruised and bleeding, not too terribly injured. You head out to the gardens to just enjoy yourself. And out in the gardens, do you have any of handle animal, knowledge, engineering, local, or nature, or perform with any sort of singing or instrument by chance? Uh,
2: No, but uh, if not knowledge, engineering... I don't have anything in uh no, I don't have the rest either, so uh I don't actually have anything to play to the room. Shockingly.
0: Is handful animal trained only? Am I dumb? Yes. I thought anybody god damn it. Wow, you really don't.
2: Yep. Alright, so yeah, well he's just gonna relax. He can't yeah, you should definitely spend your time out
0: here just uh just really just enjoying yourself. If you've done what you need to do and you don't wanna do any further. No. Uh well inori I'm gonna jump to you before Nell runs off. Do you, did, does that matter enough to you to catch up now on what happened? Because Nara doesn't seem terribly not particular. Really. You saw him come back in, he basically nodded to you and just headed out to where the food lives.
3: It's it's strange because he almost word for word said exactly the exact thing thing. Like, I, I feel Honori would be in the same situation. She could not do her job right. She's, she's all crammed up in places like this, so that's exactly the same. I, I would do the same thing go and just hang yeah. out in a room no one somewhere.
2: died it's not not that big a deal especially for people that like dealt with fighting and uh killing things it's not I a, a, it a fight. Just like...
0: that was that was far from a fight the death and with you having actually been unable to run the messages in time you're probably even more yep. perturbed than uh Sarastom is. so you also just head out to the guidance do you have any of those skills i mentioned
3: uh, no, I don't think so, unfortunately. I thought
0: you had knowledge local, do you not?
3: Um, well, I don't have a check next to it, so that's...
0: You I don't actually know. don't.
3: Uh, planes? I can freak everybody out. How about the your right. Underground? I love that one. We can just force that one at someone.
0: Not in the garden so much. All right, well, now then, who comes back in to find uh, everyone finishing up their conversation with Duke Sentimus. Uh, you would notice that Rostam looks to be a bit worse for wear, but nothing too severe. And actually, he cleaned himself up, so honestly, without a heel check, you wouldn't even notice. He, he looks like he's perfectly fine. As far as you can tell, you went upstairs, uh, you talked to Lady Lothied for a moment, and caught up on what you had been doing. And as you come back down to the floor, and you see everyone else still just milling about and hanging towards the gardens, what, what do you want to do?
1: Well, I Seeing as everything appears to be appears to be fine, um,
0: appears to be fine. I mean, it's fine now, more yeah,
1: or less. I will. Uh... He's just going to enjoy himself. He's he's going to go get some drinks, go get some meat, and he's going to uh, spend some time chatting with Starborn.
0: Okay. So you head back down, and you had talked to Marques Starborn previously. And in fact, I believe you had at least briefly met before this gale had even happened at all. So you head back down to the gardens with everybody else. It's You're done. You've finished your task. And like Lady Lothian said, all that's left is to just enjoy yourselves and pursue your own interests. And at the moment, those interests are food, alcohol, depending on persuasion, and hanging out and catching up with old friends. So you head up to Marques Starborn.
1: Um, well, I mean, I don't really have anything to talk about specifically, just more so Nell is going to spend time talking with Starborn and, uh, just, Making friendly chat. Enjoying his party.
2: Getting to know her. Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so well, you, he uh... worships Shalen and she's a rainbow. Yeah, so. she
0: is like a physical embodiment of a symbol of Shailen, honestly, with the crazy rainbow hair. She is not exactly hiding the fact that her is probably most of the other gnomes and druids and whatnot that live up in the the northern forests. More towards Whispill. They're also very heavy shell and worshippers so you share not only a common interest in well possibly more shenanigans than the people here are wanting to do but also religion and you just spend the time you don't even want to like influence check or anything just just hanging out
1: well I'm I'm gonna throw the uh, the good old knowledge or uh, perform comedy
0: oh you do have that <laughs> that's fantastic.
1: And That's I'm gonna exactly roll a after. hot twenty-three, You're a Richard Pryor, baby.
0: Sure, sure. Jesus. That's that is a pretty good time. Uh, Marques is already <laughs> Starborn. Starborn is already inclined to like you, uh, from what you've done before, and for him, her helping you out, as uh, somewhat unknowingly with the heist and the arcade of triumphs, she is more than entertained here. So do you what do you already know of her influence skills i think you already know all of them we already know all of them yeah so i'm just that, you just get two successes my friend that is just directly just to hanging two out successes. having a uh, good time yeah and she again she likes you she thinks that you are good people and that she is really not interested in politics beyond what she literally has to be because well it's very She's similar to me day. honestly yeah as you hang out with starborn and just make jokes of for a while and Ori and dara just in the distance kind of nurse food or beverages she brings something up a conversation so sir stalwarts entertained as i am have you had a moment to meet the exalted have you seen her around here i feel like you two would get along quite well
1: I actually have not. Um, I believe I did see him in passing over in the... I forgot what this area is called.
0: Uh, That's just the Senate floor.
1: Yeah, uh, just over in the Senate floor. I, um, I did see him, but I was unfortunately busy up until now. I haven't had a chance to meet him.
0: Understandably, everyone's here busy. Well, if you have the time, we should go talk to him. I, I know he's from Breezy Creek. I can't quite remember his name, but he's a weaver of sorts. I, he's done tapestries for dozens of the senators here. He's a uh, savant. I don't understand how, rightly. I mean, Breezy Creek, that's not much more than three houses in a mill <laughs> out the center of some plains, as I understand. Well,
1: talent does come from everywhere.
0: Uh, that it does. I mean, that's really the... The best point of this kind of gala, isn't it? The exaltation day, festivities, and everything. As much as the main heart of the celebrations, I feel, gets swept under the political rug, especially today, you should take some time, if you're not busy, as you said, to go see what the day's really about. Exactly as you said, talent lives everywhere, and the man, he produces unfathomable arts. I much say the party should be centered on him more than it is this vote happening later. Then, well, from what I saw over there, of course, it is but not right in the (laughs) correct ways, I'd imagine. Being the Exalted, he's looked pretty overwhelmed. I'm sure he would be more than happy to take some time to talk to somebody who's not trying to use him as a political footstool.
1: Well, our uh, our duties for the day are complete. I believe I will speak to him. Uh, if you'd like to come with me, that would be quite wonderful.
0: Well, I wouldn't pass up the opportunity for the world. Nothing else of interest is happening here. And besides, I believe the Grand Prince himself is scheduled to show up here momentarily. I'm not going to want to be in the way of that when the entire guard marches through the garden. Eh, or maybe I am. Um, the animals will <laughs> surely be unhappy about that and she turns and looks to the, the little zoo arranged across the northern inside no i'm sure the servants more have that under control come sir stalwart let's make introductions so inori and dara you would see nell heading off back towards the senate floor with everyone's favorite neighborhood gnome this is quite obvious also, why don't both of you make me perception checks real quick?
2: Twelve. Fourteen.
0: Not terrible for level one characters. Uh both of you would notice you weren't a part of that conversation, of course. You're off doing your own thing. But you would notice that the guards in the area are starting to mill towards the Arcade of Triumphs, uh, as if they're preparing for something. There's a much greater presence of the Royal Guard here than there was 20, 30 minutes ago when you were last in the gardens. Clearly, something is about to happen.
3: Tightening up security. Definitely looks like somebody else high and mighty's on their way. Hmm.
2: That it does. It might be interesting to stay. I'm curious to see what is going to be going on here.
3: I got anything to do. <laughs> Another drink then for us, right? Indeed.
0: So over on the Senate floor, do you two just wait to see what exactly is going to happen over here starborn brings you towards the center of the senate floor where as she said quite a few senators are currently gathered around the the man you you saw earlier who pretty much looks like he he doesn't necessarily belong here the senators for the most part look like you would expect people that spend their days in buildings like this or in their own offices uh, passing laws and edicts and running their various duchies and dukedoms. This, this guy, the Exalted, he's pretty clearly spent most of his life outdoors. He's tanned, borderline sunburnt, much more well-built than the rest of the people and doesn't really fit into his clothes so well they clearly seem to bother him he's constantly pulling at sleeves and collars even as he seems to be more than enthusiastic about telling stories of his pretty good weaving to the senators gathered around <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is actually like a uh, like a hick
0: right yes uh, breezy okay. uh, do you have knowledge local yes. Go ahead and roll that. Roll me a check, real quick, see if you've even heard of Breezy Creek. Because right. that's that's how big Breezy Creek is.
1: That's a 25.
0: So you would have. You're fairly familiar with the area around Opara. It's a little tiny hamlet. Not terribly far from the capital. But you have Opara, the main capital city, and then some of the suburbs around it, the lesser cities that just radiate out from the coast. A little further inland, once that's mostly fallen off, you have breezy Creek which as starboard decides uh describe it is pretty much three houses in a mill on a ri- on a riverbank there is maybe 30 people that live there it's a it's a flyover nothing and the fact that somebody like this have been produced in such an incredibly small Hamlet is really well that's more or less what the exaltation day is about Talent doesn't impressive, dude. Live everywhere. Now, out in the gardens, you two, Dara and the Nori, would see that this has moved on from being something is about to happen to something is happening. As a pair of servants approach here on the northern walkway leading past the garden itself, literally unfurling a huge rolled red carpet across the walkway of the garden. Guards, uh, and beyond guards, what are clearly now soldiers, large, hulking, Olfin men, are clearing the path and moving everyone out away. And you actually get shunted uh, away from your table toward the north end here, more towards the center of the gala. And following this, a host, a full phalanx of a dozen of these huge Olfin guard march in procession across this red carpet. almost as it's being unrolled in front of them. Behind them, you would both, as would nearly anyone in Taldor, recognize Grand Prince Stavian. The current presiding ruler of all of Taldor, protected behind a, a, a yet another full phalanx of guards marching around with him. A mixture of the Olfin bodyguard that are just sworn to protect the crown, and whole blocks of soldiers marching with him. It's truly an impressive procession, even for a gala such as this. And As it marches by, not only the... uh, Actually, less the senators, but more the various nobles and aristocrats in the Garden and the Arcade of Triumphs just flock to be around this to catch a glimpse of the Grand Prince himself moving into the area. As this procession passes, you would notice a few of the military types, uh, notably Pytherius, the commander-in-chief himself, walking along the outside of this procession in towards the main hall and after a minute has passed as well as dozens of bodies another pair of servants unfurl the red carpet after them uh picking it back up and following on into the western side into the main senate floor And as suddenly as it began, it has ended. Uh, you both noticed that in the commotion, as you look around, uh, Princess Stavian has just kind of disappeared as well, uh, as stealthily as she had arrived.
2: Hmm. Well, that was uh, <laughs> something. My believe it is time. I'm going to go watch. Uh, care to join me?
3: Yeah, I think I will. I thought he would taller,
2: to be honest.
0: <laughs> he is not a particularly large man. Uh in fact, he is kind of surprisingly gaunt and thin. Uh not quite, but almost sickly looking. It's just how he is. Uh like as mentally? you believe. <laughs> You can't see someone's mental state. No
3: picture says otherwise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As you head uh, towards the main hall, you would notice that area A3, the Emperor's Hall here, is actually closed. And these phalanxes of soldiers have posted themselves up at the northern and southern ends of the area and are not allowing anybody entrance. Uh, You can see past them that the Grand Prince Stavian, the Princess the Commander-in-Chief and several other figures are inside uh, discussing something, and they have kicked literally everybody else out of the Emperor's Hall.
2: Neat. The guards cool. stand
0: posted by the dozen here behind the baseline soldiers, just watching out over the crowd, still kind of going the same direction that you two have to so just flock towards where things are happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just moving over here, watching everything go down. that no, did not mean to be that close to that guy. <laughs> so
0: not trying to bump anyone. Yeah, towards the uh, towards the regular senate floor here. Yes, you you, you would notice again that uh, Nell and Star, Starborn here are towards the center of this, uh, where the crowd has largely at this point moved away from the the exalted the peasant here the calbio from breezy creek and what's left are just a small smattering of these senators the senators themselves so do you two want to play to the room here because i'm sure one at least one of you
2: i mean i'll try if i have it bluff
0: no, yeah. or sense motive uh... Bluff, Let's or not Those aren't trained, so you can use them regardless. Oh, Knowledge, okay. local nobility or religion. Okay, I can or use part, sense motive. Or if you have it, or bluff or sense motive. So you guys will at least have that. Yeah. Just so you at least get your actions for the social round in.
2: I don't know if I have fucking any of. Them. I don't those those if... aren't trained, I'm... so
0: even if you don't have bluff yeah. or sense motive, you can still just roll them. Yeah, but yeah, I'll,
2: I'll roll my sense motive. Uh, as it's uh, my turn, assumably since Nell after Nell's.
0: Yeah, I just want, I just don't want to, I'm moving to the uh, time is progressing. I don't want you guys to just, I'm giving you a last chance option to use your social actions for the round.
2: Oh, nice, 16.
0: All right, I'm going to
3: try to bullshit my way through this room. And just as the entire party has gone away, I roll a
0: seven. Well. You you did try before, actually. You had been in here previously trying to make your way through this and just kinda of figure out the, try to make an impact and well, you weren't really successful in here last time either. It's just too out of your element. Uh Dara, however, seems to be finding a bit more success because if nothing else, he still has that trained military background he can use. And that's enough for him to function in most areas, and at least make something of himself. But he's by no means becoming the center of attention, or becoming any sort of a major figure. Alright, so each of you get your actions back. So, now, if you want, since I, you have something uh, that you want to do, I'm assuming, if you want to talk to Calbio here, this will be your time.
1: That is exactly what I would like to do, actually. After
0: a few moments... As he finishes up telling a story that's less of a story than more of just a trailing series of ideas about a tapestry he'd weaved. It's it's clear this man is well as out of his element as Anori appears to be here. But he starts to turn and this kind of devolves into a series of conversations and It's not impossible for you to catch a moment of his attention. And whether it's just what he thinks he's supposed to do, or this is to some extent going to his head, as he sees that you are waiting in the area and he has not uh, interacted with you at all, he turns to you with a huge grin on his face and sticks out a hand.
1: Well, I will return it with a firm handshake and introduce myself using my full name, which I failed to pronounce properly. Uh, Nelogenous. <laughs> but Niloginous you can call me Mel. Nelogenous
0: and And uh, he just kind of laughs. now Well, good, that's going to be a lot easier for me to say. Uh, Calbio. Uh, Calbio. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: easy for me to say
0: either. Well, I just... Uh, you one of these... uh Senate folk, do you make the laws too?
1: No, I'm just here to enjoy the wine. How about yourself? I've heard <laughs> quite a few good things about you.
0: Man, I can't even get to the wine. I've been tied up here meeting all these, uh, I can't remember half of these names. I feel like, uh, I don't know how you guys do this. That's well, not uh, I'm easy. Just, I'm just a weaver, man. I, I don't know how all this happened, but I'm pretty good at it. Uh, obviously, if it's gotten me here, this is all uh, just just way above my head, though. It
1: is so, probably quite the daunting experience, that's for sure.
0: Oh, what's interesting, nothing else, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely different. But I mean, I've been I've been in all about so uh, apart in various mansions and noble estates, as they would, but I've never been there the center of the whole thing. I've I just been there to do the, you know, the work, you get the, the commissions and the ideas and the various heraldries and whatnot. It's never been about me. So, what do you, uh, do, I guess, if you're not a Senate, you don't look like a servant. You look i don't know aristocratic Well, i don't know the words i i don't mean i'm sorry <laughs> if i'm offending.
1: oh not at all i am um i'm actually one of the lesser nobles of opara i um don't really do much per se except for drink and eat of course um i generally spend my time uh just with guards with people Enjoying everything the city has to offer.
0: He looks kind of confused with this. Oh, well, okay. Well, like, what do you do? Like, how do you. you have a. He seems like he doesn't really understand. Do you not have a trade? Do <laughs> you not have a. What. How do you make money?
1: Well, my father, he. As much as he would like for me to take interest. He is a local Senate member. Not not something as high and mighty as what we have here. But he is a minor government official. And, there's
0: minor governments?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's all this sorts of...
0: This is all just of... so complicated. I don't know how you keep track of all this.
1: It's not easy. Most of it we just write down, honestly.
0: Oh, you'd have to there's no way you can remember it all well there's gotta be like 300 people here there's easily that's that's like <laughs> that's like, maybe like that's a, that's a step above him saying there's gotta be at least 10 people here he's uh just again it's so so far I mean, does he almost not been, almost be comical
2: i was gonna say does he not know how to count He just heard someone say something about
0: 300 once, and he's just like, yeah, hundred's a lot. It's not beyond imagining that he hasn't been much out of this room, with how much all the senators have been trying to use the little exalted country boy as their own political stepping stone. So he probably hasn't even gotten to see the entire gala. But, uh, but he continues, but, uh, well, uh, it's, it's, it's nice meeting everybody like yourself, uh, sir stalwart he's again. no
1: perfectly fine I'd not want to sit on formalities like everyone else
0: well I gotta say that makes my life a lot easier I appreciate it even if you just making the robes a little lax for old Calvio I accept the offer now you ever seen any of my work?
1: I'm not certain that I have, but I believe I I go to various noble houses on occasion as part of my father's requests of me. But um, I'm sure I've seen it without realizing it.
0: Oh, you? I mean, you, you might have, because boy, let me tell you, he's pretty good. And he starts launching into a whole uh, spiel about how he does things specifically uh which this this is his element this is exactly what he understands and you wouldn't think weaving could be terribly complicated but with the different types of techniques and weaves and the uh, embroidering that he does to get various heraldries uh, par- properly fitted into much more vast tapestries this actually almost immediately goes beyond what you can even understand. And... Uh, oh, I'm certain. <laughs> it's It seems to be the same thing he's been doing all day. And most of the senators just kind of nod and go along with it. While well, you're occupied with your boy Calbio here, Dara, you got anything you want to do? You want to just keep being the area? I mean, you can see yeah. Nell, and I mean, you talked talk to Starborn too, didn't you? Let me look. Actually, I actually have my gun. A you're, little uh, bit? You no did, you did briefly, briefly. Yeah, yeah I you believe you we all did. You can see do. them over there talking yeah. to the, uh, the Exalted. That's Beasley stands out in the room here.
2: Yeah. Um, nah, it, he'll probably just keep what he's doing. He's waiting for the, uh, for the, like, all the stuff to happen. Because he, uh, he's in- he's interested in that, like, he wants to see what, exactly where this goes, because he's been uh, he originally invited for a job, but now, you know, essentially just invited to witness this now that the uh, jobs are all done. So he just wants to see what goes on, like, because uh, he probably won't ever get to do this again. <laughs> Getting in here was definitely like a one-time thing.
0: Not wrong. So why don't you uh, go ahead and just make another sense motive check for the rim, then? Okay. Or did you bluff? You sense motive. Yeah, sense motive. Inori Bluff, okay.
2: Yep. Hey, 17's up, bad.
0: That's not bad at all. And as you continue to sort of just float around the room here, you run into a group that you well, that you don't necessarily recognize, but that seems to have recognized you uh, hanging around with Sir Landless earlier. And One man in particular, younger sort, but clearly noble-born, one of the very much self-important types, sees an opportunity. Landless came through here before, kind of dazzling the floor with his knowledge, and well, like he'd done everywhere else, just look how smart I am, but somehow in a way that actually works. This guy can tell... That you are not landless. Can the brain side of things is not necessarily your strong point. And seeing an opportunity to move himself up, he challenges you to a verbal duel. A debate of sorts. And he doesn't ask. He just kind of starts going into his opinions on a couple of various fringe policies in the country. His very strong opinions on these things. And now this is clearly somewhat out of your element. You're not a politician, but what you can do is read people fairly well. And although you know virtually nothing of the topic at hand that he's talking around, you can tell that he is very specifically Doing just that talking around it uh, one thing in particular he is making very careful note not to bring up So you call them on that You can sense motive you can read people fairly well and you that that is enough For this very brash man who thinks he just has an easy shot at impressing some of the other nobles around To pull the rug out from when he overextends and you come out very much looking the victor here. So, that impresses a few people. That gets a few laughs. That gets this man walking away somewhat shamed. And you can use Sense Motive now to play to any room. Uh, Not just this one, even if Sense Motive wouldn't normally work there. Hey,
2: pretty good. I'll, I'll stroke my beard and just smile.
0: As a matter of fact, you've all not only are you wearing the matches, uh, match, the matching Veritas house badges, you've been together for a decent amount of the evening. And all of you can take any of the influence skills for this room bluff, knowledge local, knowledge nobility, knowledge religion, and sense motive. You can each pick one of them, and you can use that to influence any area of the Senate Hall as well.
2: All right, sweet. I
1: pick nobility <clears throat>
0: right, so you can use knowledge ability what about you inori uh i, think I know that... you don't really have any of these but bluff and sense motive aren't trained only, so whichever you're better at
2: <laughs> bluff. <laughs> yeah, bluff yeah mine's gonna use sense motive
0: all right so you can use bluff to influence any room here dara can use sense motive and now can use knowledge nobility anywhere so inori what about you what are you up to? You also, of course, see this uh, calbio Nell, and Starborn in the center of the hall here.
3: Just with the the lack of just success, just she's just in a uh, place of wanting just to be done with this. And, and, and just her mind's not in the right spots. It's probably the booze and a lot of things. But I, I think can I try to do them again, or can I have to move to another one?
0: Yeah, you can try it again. There's no penalty. You can just keep trying. So I'm <laughs> determined to make
3: some sort of impression. I'm
0: gonna try. Yeah, because it's not like you're making a negative impression. You're not making a laughing stock of yourself or anything. You're just not making any impression at all. You are just also there. You are one of the dozens of faceless nobles here in the floor. Ah, uh, all right. Can I didn't
1: that get change? Get that new dress for nothing.
0: You gotta earn that new dress.
1: Just can't do it! (laughs) Just can't do it!
0: That's another seven. You are not... He's very consistent. You are not earning the dress, my friend. (laughs) But you're trying. So, regardless of Benori's attempts to insert herself, we'll come back to Nell and Calbio, who, after a full... Five minutes is somewhat starting to wind down his explanation somewhat starting I mean if you, you feel like he kind of knows that nobody fully understands what he's saying and in a way he's proud of that it's I mean I wouldn't lie to him he has so well when he when he finishes up I and mean, it's just it's just a pleasure to do it man it's, it's great to have something I feel like I'm good at
1: well I certainly I couldn't follow most of what you were saying, honestly. It's a lot more convoluted than I was expecting. Um, everybody has something, at least something, that they're good at. And you seem to know a whole lot about what you do. It's very impressive.
0: And he nods and smiles. Uh, kind of like a weird, sort of quirky smile. And
1: Exactly like that picture.
0: Exactly like that picture. <laughs> I just says, you know what? I appreciate that, sir, nell I appreciate that. You see the good in people. That's something that I feel like there's not really enough of up here in the the seat of the government, in the Senate Hall, or whatever you want to refer to this place as. That's something the world needs more of. You know what? I don't get around a par of that much. When I come here, it's usually for a reason. This is all, this is all just, just real overwhelming. You're gonna be my big city friend, now
1: Fair enough. It's what I like to do. Help people around.
0: And, uh, Starboard just kinda chuckles in the, in the corner as Calvio is, at this point, most of the conversations here and the roles you're making aren't really, you're literally standing here talking to somebody for 15 minutes. You're just, because these are group because groups of conversations and you don't usually hold some attention that long. Calbio here, this is the exception. Calbio is very much, like at this point, it's year's best buddy, as far as he's concerned. <laughs> he's very much talking to you now. To the combined amusement and almost chagrin of some of the senators gathered around. And he's, Starborn kind of chuckles and Walks uh, a bit away as you clearly have Calvio's undivided attention here, and she's gotten all the amusement she wanted of this without really even getting to participate entirely. But uh, she just you wanted have... to hear the country boy talk. <laughs> she's the She got what she wanted. You have very much made friends with the, the country boy here. Uh, you've made a pretty good impression on Calvio. And as you he says I do want to
1: that... roll dice at him at all.
0: You don't, you literally don't need to. Yeah, okay. uh, Just by showing interest. <laughs> you have successfully Fair. influenced Calvio. <laughs> He's very overwhelmed. You don't need to throw dice at this man. There's no skill checks here. Calvio is just happy to have someone who introduced himself with not only his first name, but a nickname of his first name that he can say, it's not all these fancy titles. And as he said, it's just seeing the good in people. He's happy with you. As he says that, you see a flock of servants enter from the south and there have been just a few kind of around uh there's usually one or two going through the senate floor with drinks occasionally most of them are around in the gardens out in a2 uh where the main tables and the food are being served but now a half dozen of them enter the senate floor bearing plates loaded with uh, hors d'oeuvres and even slightly heavier fare as you see the main supper being brought out into the gardens behind them Dinner is served, gentlemen. Who's hungry? Oh,
2: 100% eating. Daria likes eating. It's a good time.
0: So anyone who wants to head out to the gardens now, they are serving the proper meal for the evening. And the individual tables that have been scattered around are being converted into several long buffet tables that are laden with just unnecessary levels of luxury. Several entire glazed and roasted pigs uh, aside various cut hams and different entire flocks of fowl, everything just laid out riches on the table. So, who wants to go to the garden? Uh,
2: Daryl go. Like, uh, I'm sure there's going to be an announcement for uh, when everything like really begins and they start talking and stuff like that. Until then, he's just it'll be
0: hit. pretty unmissable.
2: Yeah, they're going to be like, like "Hey, to... it's
0: go time."
1: I'd like to invite. Uh, invite Calbio for wine and food.
0: You don't even necessarily have to. He's going to follow you anyway.
2: Fair <laughs> enough. Your big city friend.
0: You have a yeah. buddy now.
2: I'm fine How with are you, this. Ari, cool. Are
0: you really determined to make this whole set of they're they're gonna gonna me!
3: I'm out of here. I'm done with this room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think moving to a new location would be for the best.
0: Alright, so the three of you all head out following the beautiful, intoxicating smell of food into the gardens where dinner is being served properly. And I'll give you guys all an action back for this social round out here because you can now, even if you just want to influence the area, do so with your chosen skills, which makes everything much easier. And most of the senators don't follow. Most of them stay on the floor. A couple of them head out. Uh, Baron O'Kara comes out Starborn comes back out. There's a, a small handful to do. But most of them... I mean, this is fancy for you guys, of course, but fairly standard, fair for them, and they don't really see any necessary need to mingle any further than they already have. And they are, at this point, preparing. Preparing for the upcoming vote. But some of them shuffle around and head over because, I mean, free food is still free. You have to be very busy to pass this up. So, Dara, as you partake of the drink and the buffet tables out here, you notice that—well, it's not really noticed. And so is everybody else. The garden is by far the greatest density of guests here now. Uh, a lot of—it's quite a, an efficient but long rotating line moving throughout here to take your pickings of the meals. And as everybody eats. And more importantly, as everybody drinks, a lot of the various senators and nobles start to open up a bit more. Uh, you feel like it's going to be easier to influence people while the meal is happening than while you're just try- trying to d- drop yourself into a conversation midway.
2: Um, I, there's no one that I aim to talk to uh, as of the moment. So, uh, oh, A2 moved. <laughs> Yeah, I just moved
0: it because I realized I could put it in an impassable area instead of having it be in the middle of the garden. Yeah, to where we're standing.
2: So, yeah, I'll just do the. Because I can now use Sense Motive in this room now, right?
0: Yep, you can use Sense Motive anywhere now. Yes. All
2: right, so I'll do that, which is uh, hopefully not going to get into another argument. I'm not looking to have another dude just. Yeah, you like
0: me, level. I don't want this. (laughs) Lightning's hurt. This isn't what Uh, I
2: wanted. But, yeah, just to uh, hang out and have a good time uh, with everyone.
0: So your sense motive becomes almost Ooh. sense <laughs> drunkenness out here. Yes. You are also seven. drinking. And you, I mean, you certainly make a few friends and talk to a few people, but that's what everyone's doing now. You don't make a whole lot of an impact on anyone in particular in any way that'd be useful. Uh Ori.
3: Huh. Determined as I. Um, the the skills in this room, besides the one I can use anywhere, were none that I could do. It was like handle animal and like.
0: Yeah, you can't do any of the ones out here. So you just have your bluff. God damn it!
3: <laughs> I mean, don't feel bad. None of
1: us have good skills for out here. Yeah, level one Pathfinder, you right. But still, God, do it. We don't have a druid, so.
0: <laughs> Eight. Eight. That is higher than seven! But still not really doing anything. Again, I just This is not your area of expertise. Nope. This is not what Inori does. Inori hunts bounties. Inori hunts people. Inori does not hunt conversations with local aristocrats. This is not your strength. Uh no. While you come out here to grab some food, you would notice that, of course, uh, Baron O'Kara did as well as one of the other lords you haven't really been introduced to yet. And you... O'Kara notices you. You had talked to him a little bit previously. And he seems to approve somewhat of how happy you've made our dear little exalted peasant. He seems uh, not just amused like everyone else is to some extent. I like it's funny. Like, he actually kind of appreciates that you're reaching out to him. But what do you want to do? I of course, he has already been fully influenced from earlier. Yeah.
1: I would like to at least speak with um, the group below us and introduce both myself and Calbio to Kastner, who we have not talked to yet.
0: Okay. So you, uh, you got some food with Calbio, and the two of you head down to, again, the senator that you recognize as being someone of some amount of import, but not one that you had a chance to talk to yet. Now, do you have knowledge religion? No. I don't believe you do. You would notice that Kastner, like yourself, has chosen to wear his full ceremonial breastplate to the event, and it is emblazoned with what you recognize as definitely a holy symbol, but not to a god that you recognize off the top of your head. Big uh, not yes. big <laughs> <laughs> no, so, quick
1: in-character type question. Um... Knowing that paladins and clerics are a thing, uh, would I be able to recognize that he might be one because of his style of...
0: You would arm- definitely recognize that this man looks like he is a paladin.
1: I didn't know if like, that's something you can tell just by looking at someone.
0: I mean, sometimes it- you can, sometimes you can't. Do you- I-, I feel like in general, you can usually tell a person's general class I rules wise. I feel like you can usually look at somebody and tell the context clues. Yeah, like if the dude's got a spell book on his hip. I mean, there's usually clues. Uh, This dude has a long sword at his side, a huge holy symbol on his chest, and he seems to be somewhat, uh, not necessarily reserved, but very well kept, and just the way he conducts himself. This dude. Even if you couldn't normally tell. Uh, out of all the classes, a paladin is probably the yeah. easiest one to look at a person because it's not like they're hiding it. This guy's pretty clearly a paladin.
1: Okay. Uh, I guess that would be a good way of breaking the ice with him and simply just ask him about his symbol. Say that I uh, don't quite recognize it.
0: And he... Uh... He looks to you and grimaces a bit and nods. Unfortunately, not many do. It's the symbol of Regafiel, the general of vengeance, lord of justice and righteousness, defender of the downtrodden. And he gestures to the symbols uh, on his wings as well. You can almost see it in this picture there. Uh, it's a sword crossing a red wing. he says, one that many would do well to know more about.
1: Fortunately, I'm not um, fairly versed in many religions. It's not something my father deems necessary in my teachings as I was being raised.
0: It's not one that many people have deemed necessary here in Taldor. And again, this is unfortunate. But I understand. Not all are fit for the life to serve. Ragathiel, regardless. It is a difficult path that we walk, and truly, those who are unwilling to commit themselves to his good cause of righteousness and become proper paladins will only so far be able to redeem themselves in his eyes anyway. But as long as your life is one committed to the path of the good, surely you've pleased him as well as you can, even if you know not his name.
1: Well you seem like the right kind of fellow to follow him. You seem very what what would be the the best way of describing him because you you were saying About? he's like very proper.
0: I mean he, he, he does he's... seem to hold himself in a fairly high regard. Like he puts effort into appearing uh as like he's you trying imagine to a uphold the standard. he should. Exactly. He's trying to not look like he's messy or unkempt. He's what is a good word for that? Insane. <laughs> dude, hey, somebody to in chat clean, has clean, but I feel like there's a better way to describe that.
2: I don't know, just uh yeah, regal. Almost Super... regal.
0: Yeah, almost regal. Yeah, he's groomed, really
2: well-kept. groomed, groomed. He's just well kept. He's a clean yep. dude. Yep. He's like I am justice. I am lawful
1: Probably God. if I was speaking to him, though, I would say uh like regal.
0: Yeah, regal's just... a good choice. Regal's a good fit. But, uh, he would nod and smile a bit more. Okay, thank you. I try to represent my god as well as I can. Now, uh, I recognize your insignia. That is a, a defunct house, so you're here's a guest. Indeed I am. Were you related to uh, Lord Veritas at all? The distant descendant of the house perhaps or just using the lineage for the badge I I actually knew Lord Veritas uh, well of course not personally that was near a century ago now but my grandfather knew him and I to some extent his somewhat more estranged descendants fallen far from the path that I've heard would I
1: have enough knowledge nobility to be able to bluff if I wanted to get in his good favors?
0: What are you trying to bluff?
1: That I am a, well, like a distant descend, relative.
0: Or d- distant relative. Yeah. It'd still direct be descendant a bluff. Would be hard. It'd, it'd still be well. Yeah. There's not really direct Descendant. That's why the name doesn't exist anymore. Um. It would be a hard bluff. It would still very much be a bluff because without. You having well, I'm just
1: curious of, of me having knowledge Nobility.
0: Yeah, the name having died out like a century ago. Like I'd let you roll knowledge Nobility, ability, and if you get like a 24, I'll give you a plus two on it, but it'd be a really tough bluff because it's a long dead man and family line. So it'd still be a, in it's hard just a, a bluff, really.
1: Uh eh, I don't really wanna lie to the paladin. But I was just it's, curiosity.
0: You can uh I mean you can make a discovery check to see what is uh, what you could use to influence him? Uh, yeah, let's just uh, drop something on him, or you could you could always just guess. Uh, I'll
1: just uh, knowledge and ability him to try and figure out a little bit about him just while having conversation.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, throw me knowledge and ability to try and learn some of his influence checks. Is a 15. So, this man is very proper and straightforward and you feel like you would have a lot of success with just a diplomacy check, uh, trying to talk to him. And let me reveal him in the journal for you as well. Actually, I don't know that he has one. Oh, yeah, he does. They all do.
1: It doesn't appear that we have Varima's journal either.
0: Verima. oh did I not give his to you I can let me do that one as well. okay, there is Lord Kastner, and yet yeah, you are correct. I forgot to give you Remas, and you definitely talked to him. Let me reveal that. We didn't do mind. much with him, but yeah, we but you did to talk him. to him, so I'd given you his there you go. there you go. Thank you thank one you. for other oh, you you can see it on his shoulders in that picture real well. That's the holy symbol of uh, Ragathiel, the sword over the red wing. Neat. Alright, so everyone go ahead and give yourself actions back and Nell, are you going to continue talking to him? Yeah, yeah, why not?
1: Just general um, trying to introduce Calbio to people he might not have talked to uh, learning a little bit about This
0: whole time, Calbio's just kind of watched because he knows that as much as he is the Exalted, this is Somewhat out of his element, but but while he's been here, uh, Baron O'Carry stepped up, and he's been talking to the uh, the Baron a bit, so he's he's around you, but he's not really involved in this particular conversation.
1: Okay, because I I don't want to like, call oh, high and dry, you know.
0: No, you're not abandoning him or anything. Uh, and again, Baron, the Baron seems to have taken a liking to him as well. So, you know that just just talking to him and being straightforward would be a good way to approach him. So if you want to use your action, you're just making a full diplomacy check against him. You can do that. Or do you want to just keep talking to him?
1: Uh, I'm not sure there's really much more to gain from just talking. Yeah, because
0: again, the, the gala is a weird mixture of it is if we fully RP'd out every conversation, we would actually be here for two real-life months' worth of yeah. sessions, just talking to everybody. So since it is multiple hours long, you've introduced yourself. You talked to him a bit. If you want to use your action this turn, to just throw dice at him, feel free. Also, Dara, you, rege- you get one non-lethal damage back this round. It's been an hour.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, oh, did God. you say two skills or just one?
0: I well, you got one. You got the diplomacy. Okay a 16. All right. Make buddy, buddy. Yeah, with a 16, you appear to impress him at least somewhat. As far as you can tell, because he is, again, very, very proper in play. And just because it's still, still a new system, you don't know that you've succeeded. He seems happy with you, but, I mean, people can... Be polite. It doesn't necessarily mean you're succeeding. Unless you really hardcore succeed, you're not sure if you're succeeding or not. But a 16 and uh you spend some more time with Kastner just learning. Really, he is more than happy to explain what he does at his duties as a paladin and more about the way of Regathiel, the way of the righteous. Uh Dara and Inori, either of you, what do you guys want to do?
2: Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know. Tara is, uh, he's not one for just, like, talking to people. Like, the, the, the reason that he did is like, even talk to those people was it was his job. Um, he's more excited to just, like, be here. Uh, he, just seeing that Honori is, uh, not Honori. the, uh, stalwart has been talking for so long. He's gonna go over, but not, uh, like, engage. Like, not, hi, everyone, I'm this guy's friend. But just kind of yeah. go over and hear, like, what's going on and whatnot. Okay. Just interested to see what's going on, but uh, I won't use my thing yet.
0: Okay, and uh, Nori,
2: do I do it again?
0: I mean, it's not I believe in you. Possible. You can only fail so many times. That's what I'm yeah. thinking, right? Like, like statistics, get, statistics are, are a your thing. Statistics, you will eventually just roll higher than an eight. Yeah,
2: there are more numbers on a. <laughs> there are other dice.
0: numbers on the D twenty.
2: <laughs> it's possible.
0: <laughs> it's not like we do painted them over. Do you want to try hard and believe in the dream that Inori can do anything at this gala?
2: Said to Pete be believes in you.
3: Hey, I had a nice conversation with the lady in black.
0: That's true. You did. You you made a friend. You you had a good time talking to uh, Marquise de Champ. Yeah! There we go. 15. That is a 15 Ladies and gentlemen, he did it. He succeeded at one entire check. Yes. I want you to know that I'm really I hear you. you. Hey. You've done, thanks. You've done good work. All right, so uh, Dara, as he's talking, he. They both kind of seem. Nell and uh, Lord Kastner, both seem to be doing kind of the same thing, which is just politing at each other. Uh, You recognize this is just the kind of thing you do at galas such as these, but as you said, it's not entirely your element. But people come to go from these conversations all the time, and even as you watch, this has expanded into uh, a fairly decent group here with Baron, uh, Baron O'Kara, Calbio, Nell, Lord Castner, some other uh, minor nobles, all engaged in this, and it wouldn't be hard to answer yourself if you wanted to.
2: Um not, not at the moment. He's just eating, enjoying himself. Okay. Do you uh, want to yeah,
0: play in the room? Uh yeah, I guess I'll uh, continue playing the room. Yeah, I'm just I'm yeah. just collecting actions because uh yeah. I'll move it on here in a sec.
2: Okay, so I'll do that again. Looking to uh fourteen's okay. Yeah, look looking to just talk and chill.
0: Fourteen is okay.
1: Oh yeah. We've been, like, drinking and stuff. Would would we have drunk enough for it to affect us at all? <laughs> uh, you would not.
0: I imagine, at a gala, you're not getting intoxicated enough to take statistical penalties. Because no, the, the, yeah, the, the stuff they serve here is, it's like that fancy, bubbly, legally alcoholic kind of stuff.
1: The 0.01% alcohol Yeah, concert.
0: like, it's... Especially because they have this huge primogeniture vote coming, and they don't want to tell the Senators, sorry, you can't drink, you're going to be drunk. Even, like, the you know, wines are incredibly light. So, no. It wouldn't have any sort of statistical penalty on you or anything. This is a fairly high-end gala. So, we'll start with Noel, Uh Because he's currently in a conversation. Do you want to keep here?
1: Uh, for the time being... Until I see a reason otherwise, I would spend pretty much the rest of the party here. Okay, like just so for you, the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you're having a good time talking to Lord Kastner, and you see no reason to move elsewhere. And if nothing else, you're interested in this. You don't have knowledge religion, you do, but that doesn't mean you're not, especially with a. a deity like this. And as Castor continues to explain to you, uh, you learn a good amount about Regathiel. In fact, if you want to put in your character sheet somewhere, you just want to note it under Knowledge Religion or whatever, any Knowledge Religion checks that are about lawful good deities, you get a plus two.
2: That's pretty hot.
0: And you learn like that. Lawful. Yeah, lawful good deities. You just you get a plus two to knowledge religion checks that pertain to lawful good deities. And you learn that Regathiel is not a god on the scale that, like, Saren, Ray for Rasma or Ferazma are gods. Uh, not even on the scale that, like, Caden, Kaelian is a god. He is, like, an archangel at best, he was an imperial lord that is a servant of the gods through as who is through his righteousness and through his service been handed a small measure of divine power he is like a a demigod at this point basically so it's it's okay. understandable that he's not a huge like well-known figure across uh, taldor or anywhere really just because he is minor but do you want to sub a diplomacy check on lord casner
1: Uh, yeah I guess that's pretty much all I can do because like you said before going into actual conversation will just take
0: forever yeah it's just there's so many social rounds we have to we have to hit a balance between RPing these out and sometimes just dropping a d20 on some that's another 20
1: 22
0: (laughs) that was was like a 20 and then it was a 2 and then it was a 20 again (laughs) that was an adventure on a d20 this is why we'll never get rid of 3D dice. Uh, but yeah, to finish that stuff, we have to strike a balance between so actually RP these conversations out and sometimes just drop it at 20 on a dude's head because unless you do want the gala to be the entire campaign, <laughs> we have yeah. to skim over some of it.
1: Like so, me personally, I'm interested in hearing about this uh, demigod, but for the sake of it not taking it forever,
0: forward, yeah. and, and I can he, just look it up later. that to you. You do very much show interest. And without... It's clear to him that you don't know much outside of your own worship. And uh, even as far as Shellen is concerned, you only really know the basics. But Lord Kastner appreciates the interest you take. And kind of similar to Calvio, he sees the good in you. And that you, beyond that, which is ironic because you're too neutral, but... I'm. Uh, sure? i gonna give you a moment because it hasn't come up yet. Are you sure you want Nell to be true neutral?
1: He's neutral good.
0: Oh, he's just, it's neutral, neutral on your character sheet.
1: I'm change it on the the one in. Roll twenty. I need. Oh, to... I was
0: like, I was gonna say, like, I'm not. Oh no, I'm no, not, it says neutral good. Yeah, I changed it. I, I just changed oh, it. I'm uh, not well... here to be the alignment police. <laughs> but I feel like you want Nell to be some flavor of good. But uh. Yeah, he's
1: either. supposed to be neutral good.
0: Because it seems like, it just seems like that's how you're playing him. But he sees that. I mean, that's literally one step off Lawful Good. So Lord Rastner offers... I don't know what's brought you here, to you're a guest of, and it's not my right or my place to pry, truly. But you seem a capable sort. As long as you walk this path, and, pr- and truly serve those that are righteous. I would not take it upon myself to claim such a title as an arbiter of Regathiel, but I do my best to lead a chapter of his noble paladins. And my name throughout Taldor should assist you. Uh, should you go in my good graces, the clerics of. Various houses, uh, not only for Regapiel himself, but for those who would work alongside him, the nobility of Iomedi or Ray. His clerics should render aid to you if you come to them bearing my name. And should you ever need the assistance of our noble cause personally, of course, uh, Sir Starwar, do feel free to reach out.
1: Well, of course. I'm happy that you would say such a thing. It's it's an honor for a man of your standing to think so
0: kindly of me. Oh, it has been more than a pleasure conversing with you. May Ragaffial's eyes fall upon you and his wings shield you, Sir stalwart. I thank you.
1: I suppose that would uh, end up being the end of our conversation, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, he does. He does with that turn Uh, elsewhere, uh, turned his attention in other directions, but you feel that you have, as far as influence goes, made all the progress you can on Lord Kastner here. Alright. Now, the meal that is being served down the garden does draw the attention of most of the nobles and senators, even if to just rotate in and out, but a lot of them are still Liking to stick to this area, it turns out people at a party like to be where the food and the well, what is technically alcohol is, and no exception here is Wasuka the Fantastous, who <laughs> you would recognize coming down on a brief break to just try to come grab some of the food as well. So, uh, Inori, Dara, anything you guys want to
2: do? Uh, no, I continue the thing I'm doing. Dara is uh. Just not one for this. There's uh no, there's no one it like super, like, interesting to talk to because he's not looking to. Okay,
0: uh... yeah, you don't really have like a an agenda that you're yeah, trying he, to push here.
2: Yeah. Like before coming here, he wasn't like, oh man, if I could get in there, I could just do all this stuff. He was just someone's like, hey, I heard you do these things. Well, you want to come work for me? And he's like, oh yeah, I'd love to. And they're like, well, it's at the gala, and he's like, oh wow, I'd definitely love to go there. Never, never gonna get to come here again. So, like, he's just pumped for that, really. But, uh yeah, he doesn't—he doesn't really have an agenda of any kind to uh, just like mosey around and talk to specific people.
0: So, you just want to play the room. Yep. Play the room. Go for it, buddy. Thank. Oh my god! Hey. I'm-, I'm
3: leaving
2: this room, you son <laughs> of <laughs>
0: That's pretty good! That's a 24, 24. on your sense motive. Shields hot. Alright. So, as you've been hanging around the area for a, a while now, uh, you've just kind of moseyed around various conversations. Because you look military. You clearly are. That's what you wore. You came with the Talvin military symbol on you. Yep. Like uh, Pytherius himself did. So... Every now and then, people come up to you to introduce themselves for generally their own agendas. Try to make a military friend or senators trying to express how much they care about the interests of veterans and whatnot. But while they've all come, you've left a fairly good impression on each of them that has come through. And a lot of them have begun to talk about you. Even after your direct conversation with him is done, pick an NPC and you'll learn a way to influence him for free.
4: Mm -hmm. Pick an NPC.
2: (coughs) I mean, he doesn't. (laughs) He's probably not going to talk to a Silka that much. Yeah, there's no reason you'd. Yeah, there's no reason to be like, "Hey, clown lady, Um,
0: (laughs) jester lady, sir." Whatever. (laughs) Asshole. I'm very talk
2: like that about a
0: Silka. Same thing to him. She's just a clown person, lady. Yeah, pick there's any like NPC to learn of their people. influence skills. Um, I, like I mean, realistically, ability.
2: he'd want to know more about the Baron or the other guy. Uh,
0: Let me do this. I'll uh for because I just realized this will make it a lot easier. I'll put green dots on people that you've already fully influenced that uh, oh. you won't gain anything oh. from influencing them further. And like, feel free to move your token around the area to see if there's anyone that jumps out to you.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, just the, to see the rest of the tokens.
2: My only other thought was the uh, the other military guy that I just can't remember his name.
0: There are quite a few military guys. The,
2: specifically, the the other one that I spoke to. Uh, oh, Zespire
0: or I, Earl Vernissant. Earl Renaissance was the guy you stole from. <laughs> I oh fuck! Was, yeah. Believe it was <laughs> Zespire that you spoke to. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. I don't have an influence for uh, any of them from you. So whatever you did, you didn't successfully influence them. But uh, I know you uh, did someone. Bring oh, a, I meant- I know it, Nori definitely spoke to Zespire because she had to talk to him for part of her mission. Did, he- I, 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 did I not speak to Pithereus?
2: I don't believe you did. Oh. He's the only other one that uh, Dar would be interested in speaking to.
0: Yeah, I don't think he ever actually talked to Pithereus. Mm, I man. mean, Zespire is like the Pithereus of the Navy. Yeah. Uh, Vernissant and Cicado are both also large <laughs> military figures. Like, anyone over there on the right of them now so you can see them. <laughs> we went yeah. over there. They're all military figures.
2: Yeah. Um. Then yeah, I will take it on. Uh, on All
0: right. Uh, yeah. Keep in mind, this is the dude you stole from. He yeah. doesn't
2: know that, though. Yeah,
0: he doesn't know that. Yeah, he's um, <laughs> profession soldier.
2: Oh wait, I'm speaking to
0: him. No, I'm just saying you. Oh. Could, you can use profession soldier. When you speak
2: oh speak, oh, I thought that was like a command, like no, roll out. No, no, no. I was just like, you No, should, no, it's no it's I don't. Brother,
0: so you know something about him,
2: <laughs> okay? So, yeah, because yeah, I don't want to actually meet that guy. <laughs> no, no, uh... you just,
0: you know, profession soldier, he, he is military at heart, okay? And uh, you could use profession soldier to influence him. Do you have sweet. his journal thing? Let me give that to you <laughs> because you do not have his either, so that you can take notes as you will downside of real 20 it seriously takes so long to give you guys the ability to see some in the journal yeah. there you go oh he looks like a douche in his picture well wow. i hey was Lord. about
1: to say he looks like a prick
2: he's got a win out his shoulders i don't like him
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's watching me
0: kenori that's the least you, of his problems you are you finally did it you successfully uh started to make some amount of an impact and you have an opportunity to snowball that because you came here with Dara, and you notice a couple people still uh, talking about the nice Assyrian veteran they talked to by the fountain. And you take the opportunity to say, "Hey, I know that guy." Do <laughs> so just in your own conversations. You pick an NPC, and you'll also learn an influence skill about them.
3: Ooh, uh, they have to be in this they, room?
0: No, they do not anywhere. Because you're learning this from other people. So and there's people here who know everyone.
3: Hmm. Is there anybody still milling in the Senate Hall?
0: Yes, uh, Marquez de and uh, Lady Clement, who I don't believe you've spoken to, is there?
3: We'll we'll leave this room because I think my uh, my guy stole all the dice. All the way back out here.
0: Yeah, Marques de Chat, having been also kicked out of the Emperor's Hall, is in here now. <laughs> kind of preparing.
3: Uh,
1: Finding another dark corner. Let me
3: learn about the lady.
0: Hi, Lady Clement. Diplomacy, actually. She. As you watch her, appears to be very reserved somewhat and very proper in her interactions. Upholding herself as to what you probably, uh, what she seems to think and what you probably also think a senator should, uh, making sure to hold herself to a standard and just a straight diplomatic conversation would be an easy way to get in with her. This does not take your action, by the way. This is still just a benefit of playing the garden. Uh, Nell, why don't you also take an NPC? You're out here with Calbio and Dara. Take an NPC and learn a thing.
1: Uh, We know nothing about Yarlborn.
0: No, I do not believe anyone has spoken to Jarlbjorn, no. Do you want to know something about Jarlbjorn?
1: I would like to know something about Jarlbjorn.
0: Jarlbjorn is an olfin that... Much like Starborn, kind of ended up in this role more than he really wants it, and honestly, just a raw strength check.
2: This is what my kind of guy. guy. You literally flex on this guy. <laughs> <You> literally,
0: <laughs> literally flex on this guy, and let me—I'm still I'm trying. I'm still trying to give you Clemens. It seriously takes so long to abilities to you. There you go. There's Lady Clemens. And then let me give you Jarl Bjorn in your journal as well. His blown-up picture looks weirdly sad. He's not happy tell to me, be tell here. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. He doesn't really want to be uh, here.
3: His eyes he even look like they're glazed. like he's, he like, like he's, he's
2: sad.
0: Not.
2: His face looks like if, we're, if you told someone what does Womp Womp look like, and they drew <laughs> that. <laughs> like, that's what his face looks like.
0: He gave birth, and they're like, should we name him that? They're like, no, no, that'd be too wrong. <laughs> So, uh, Inori and Dara, you both still have your actions for the turn because it's uh, no, the no, Dara, yours was playing in the room. Inori, you still have your action. Uh, this, of course, this, like I said, this did not take your action. This was just a free action, basically, that happened as a result of you, well, mostly Dara, becoming a figure in the garden, you were also there. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I know that guy. I'm, 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 I know
3: him. He's friends
1: with me. I mean, I did no work, and I got benefits.
0: So, do you actually want to come here, or are you just moving on to see who is around
3: well, see, um, they literally stole my dice, so I left the room. It, it's not hot for me. So I came here, and I realized that I can influence her with diplomacy. So, I, I mean, I have that. I'm, I'm going to make an attempt to diplomate.
0: The reason she is a, a figure here that you would recognize is, and this is going to sound weird, but keep in mind, Taldor. She's Gurundi. That's not common on the Senate. And the fact that she has been able to not only hold this seat and hold respect and hold her own own in the Senate courts here has made her into an influential figure. As much as she does not want it to be because she is almost literally the token black senator. It's worked in her favor. Much to her disdain. So
3: it's like a herself? it's like a racist thing, kind of, with her.
0: Kind of. So, uh, and you know that she's a major figure largely because it's impressive for someone of Garundee descent to have made such a name for themselves in the Senate as Lady Clement has, and that's a lot of her claim to fame. So you approach, and she uh, to, to this small conversation with her and a couple of other senators, and she nods, and holds out a hand and introduces herself. I'm um, uh, Lady Zaria Clements. I we're not introduced.
3: Lady in New- Dent though, ma'am. Nice to meet you.
0: My pleasure. Uh what do you you don't work for one of the senators here, you are present as a guest, I see? Uh, um a
3: little bit of both, I guess. I mean I was tasked with a few things earlier, but time's coming past. Now I'm just sort of milling about, you know.
0: That's just kind of left tasked with, you make this sound so serious.
3: Yeah, it's, I'm a lot of my element. I got to be honest.
0: Oh, please, wearing a guest badge. I'm sure this is what you have been subjected to for the whole of the gala so far. I imagine
3: that makes it n- not any easier,
0: ma'am. How did you come to the silent floor? Why else to find yourself here but to talk shop, as it should be?
3: Well, <laughs> technically, to get a- get away from the talking of the shop in the other room, I just <laughs> say hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not surprised, I suppose the talk of primogeniture is on everyone's lips, and they have not had much opportunity myself to leave this area been very occupied it is an important night uh, regardless of your feelings, you should be at least somewhat pleased to be a part of history here
3: oh but of course this is a, a pretty happening event
0: it is will be interesting to be sure I do believe the vote is already all but decided. It seems that this overturn is nearly certain.
3: Oh, really? Uh, how do you know?
0: Oh, it is my job to not just to vote but to know things, to assist with whatever agendas not only I believe will pass, but I believe should pass. And this primogeniture that Princess Eutropia supports is as sure as any other. Uh, more sure, in fact.
3: That great news. I couldn't agree more.
0: I should hope that the simple circumstances of one's birth would not dictate their capabilities to rule. It is a simple understanding, and I believe now with the vote so near at hand, it has become more than time to make stances public, as many have. That is why I believe this shall pass. Still, there are some that play their cards close to the chest. Some unpredictable, but... I don't believe there will be enough to overturn what seems a sure bet at this point.
3: I will drink that.
0: (laughs) Ah, you brought drinks, you come from the garden! Indeed. Again, I wish I could take some time out of my schedule to get there, but these galas, these parties, even the ones on this day of exaltation, are at worst a yearly event, and this, this is historic. This is not something I can make time to move away from, unfortunately. But it is good to see that on this day and this day of celebration and pomp and circumstance, there are many such as yourself who can come to enjoy the, in the sights and the hospitality.
3: Uh, or at least try to, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or at least try to. Uh, do you want to make a diplomacy check?
3: I like how you started saying that. I didn't care. Do you like to make... <laughs> the it's hard. it's hard to
0: flip between 50 no, I understand. voices. Cool.
3: Alright, yeah, you I do. I want to
0: make a diplomacy check. <laughs> a nine. That's so close. Cool. Cool. <laughs> you, you briefly... You were counting seven, eight... Uh, 15? No, 9. That's what comes after 8. So you continue your slow and steady rise up the list of numbers that exist. So, give everyone an action back real quick, and we will continue as about a half hour has passed now since the supper has been served. And I feel this is a perfectly good opportunity to take a brief break, uh, and or IRL snack break. Okay. Stupid. So we'll just get I'm mostly While you're yeah. making waffles, and I'll just do everybody else, because that's a little longer than I thought it was going to be. So, let's resume. Yeah, I used Pathfinder online for a while because I didn't realize that was a different game. Let's resume. Uh, let's jump in here, and we'll just go ahead and skip Dara. And now, as you break away from Lord Kastner, there, and you have Calbio turn with you as well and just sort of step away from this conversation. Calbio takes the opportunity to step towards the buffet tables here and grab some food. Either oblivious to the fact that there is actually a line, or oblivious to the fact that manners typically exist in social situations, whatever the case may be. The nobles and aristocrats are more concerned with making good impressions themselves than they are not letting the country boy cut in here and grab himself some meat so no one's seems to be too terribly perturbed so nobody's hurt, whatever now as he steps over, he looks up and he notices Masoka on the other side of the tables doing the same thing and he turns back to you no, and just joyfully points over I'm just over gonna nod him. my head he's like, they got a clown <laughs> and Masoka of course not looking in his direction but here's that joyous outburst and just obviously sure it's directed at her, turns and smiles and does a little curtsy and a spin, always in character over towards Calvio. So, Nell, what do you want to do with your actions? here yeah,
1: I'm back. Perfect. Is Wasilka a halfling?
0: Wasilka's a halfling, yes. Okay, perfect. perfect. Marquez Starborn's a gnome, Wasilka's a halfling. Yeah. Almost so... everybody, I think literally every other NPC is a human. I don't even think there's a half-elf. I think every other NPC is human.
1: I will grab Calbio and head over here to talk to Wasilka.
0: Oh, he is more than excited about that. Calbio is super down with clown time.
1: So... I will actually induce us in Halfling, because I speak it.
0: Okay, so you you introduce yourself in Halfling, and Wasilka, lucky somewhat surprised that a, obvious noble also knows halfling, uh, greets you back in the same language and smiles with a nod. And she turns to Calbio and says, it's such a pleasure to meet the exalted himself, the star of the show, the master performer here at this gala. You, my good sir, you are a treasure. And uh Calbio is at this point fairly used to being doted upon by people here. And he just smiles and just kind of like leans back a bit, taking a pose, like, yeah, I am pretty cool. Says, well, I do do me some pretty good weaving. Uh, but but thank you for the for the kind words. You uh I didn't know there was clowns here. I've been stuck talking to senators all afternoon. Uh, Wasoka so good, just kind of laughs. Says, Well, up above in the gallery i've seen you down below all day of course but we've been tending to our own amusements you're free to come join us at any time and he just kind of nods and turns back to you and says hey now now we should go see the clowns
1: well oh, absolutely as soon as you said she's like down here taking a break of sorts right
0: uh, she's getting food, so
1: she appears to be, yes. Yeah. So, um, speaking like half to Wasilka, half to Calbio, trying to confirm yes, we will go up there as soon as Wasilka is done with her break, uh, give her time to rest. I'm sure she's been quite busy entertaining the children and people as they come and go.
0: And, uh, She just, like, really exaggeratedly furrows her brow and frowns and just shakes her head a bit. She says, you gotta be kidding. Me? Tired? With the Fantabulous? No. The show is unending. Watch. And she uh, points down to her plate, where she has a small stem of grapes. And uh, just kind of spins her finger around it a bit. And she holds her plate out towards Calbio. and She says, Would you like a grape? The greatest weaver in all of Taldor. And he, uh, again, just actually blushes a bit and smiles and bends down to pick uh, the little thing off his halfling's plate. And he says, Well, I was going for something a bit more hardy, but don't mind if I do. And he plucks one off and puts it in his <laughs> mouth. And immediately his eyes just widen. And he just like gags and spits it on the floor and a bunch of the nobles around are like are visually taken uh, taken aback by this clear breach of etiquette that our local country boy is performing and uh wasoka puts a hand on her hip and cocks her head to the side again kind of really exaggeratedly as Kabio is looking down like there's something wrong with these grapes Awasokus so, says, huh. Strokes his chin. Really, they tasted fine when I tried them here. Hand them back a second. And he, and she, just drops it back on her plate, and she spins her finger around again. And says, "Hmm." And well, has to step back out to him. Try it now. And he looks at it. And looks at her. This is. I don't know. I don't really understand what's what's happening <laughs> and she just laughs and says don't worry about it you have to trust me on this and he pulls another one off slowly and very very cautiously puts it in his mouth and bites down on it really slowly <laughs> and then he starts chewing and he kind of nods and then he starts nodding harder and he says hmm this is, it tastes like shortcake. This doesn't even taste like a grape. And she reaches out and takes it back for him. And she says, all a part of the show. Now, do you know any of the things you can use the Influencer? I believe you did a discovery check on her earlier.
1: Uh, back and I did. It was like That was literally like session one. But I think... did not
0: write it in the journal. I gave you for the stuff, right? And uh, you, you just wrote, It's a Flippy Boy, Mark 3.2. That's going to come back to bite was, you. So.
1: That was me. Yeah. I believe it was slightly figured
3: out form something. Yeah. Uh, sounds
0: about I right. I mean, if you, if you think you remember some. And you want to try one or you want to try and get an influence check because she definitely has more skills that you haven't uncovered uh while you're talking with her surely Calbio would appreciate that because he seems way more interested in this clown than anybody else here at the party because he's just really not one to hobnob with nobles too much he wants to enjoy himself with seems like a good gateway to enjoying himself yeah
1: i'll figure out more i guess knowledge local
0: uh her influence is yeah knowledge local or sense motive Uh, To learn her influences, yeah. Her discovery check is what I was meant to say.
1: Alright. That's a 20.
0: That is a 20. So you learn... That... Although you get the feeling that a career jester is going to be somewhat hard to deceive, she does appreciate you sort of becoming part of the game a part of the entertainment. So a bluff check could work to influence her, not because you are actually bluffing her, like that you are deceiving her, but because you are bluffing everybody else around and keeping her show going.
1: Anything to keep the show going.
2: Forever.
0: So, uh Dara. Um... You think... could still continue playing to the garden. If you want to just play in the room here, there is you can keep going.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I'll do that but again, uh, I see them doing something and I'm uh, a little more interested as it's funny watching him like, spit a Yeah, It, the well, it would whatnot. be quite
0: the spectacle out here. It's very obvious because yeah. that would have been a bit of a ripple of just spitting a grape on the ground right next to the faith <laughs> table like some kind of, I don't know uncultured peasant from Breezy Creek. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So yeah, I'll continue what I was doing, but uh, move close to them, as uh, that was something notable.
0: Uh, and with the discovery checks, you all do. You're near enough that you can p- you're can. you picking up this conversation as well. You would also know that you could use Bluff to Influencer. So he doesn't have to, like, break away to share that with you. So if you want to, I'll make a Bluff check here. I'd use your turn trying to Influence Basoka. You definitely can.
2: Uh, uh Yeah, I'll do that. Um, As they're, like, talking to her, and it's making, like, a like, noticeable uh, commotion, then uh, I'll come closer and do that because I can roll this. It's not going to be great, but I'm going to roll it anyway. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> <was not> <laughs> a
0: hard one is, is, in fact, not great. But, uh, She humors you as she does continue to move her way along the the buffet table. As she said, keeping the show going even as she is stopping to grab herself some food. Uh, She doesn't seem like offended or anything. She is a jester, and half of her job is taking things like this in stride. Unbothered, but probably not a whole lot of effect on influencing her. So, Inori, you want to continue talking to Lady Clements?
3: Yeah, I need to try the diplomate again, because... It didn't work the first time, because why would it, you know? so.
0: Have you tried rolling better?
3: You know what? That's a good idea.
0: See? You see how easy that is? You know what? Thanks for that advice. Man. Yeah, really I don't know why you didn't that. just... I'm not really sure why you didn't just do that in the first place. It seems like it makes a lot more sense. Fuck you! Yeah! <laughs> 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 so you spend... Uh, you spend uh, another 15 minutes talking to Lady Clements, uh, mostly just making small talk and just trying to get in with her as you can, just, just trying to make a friend here, trying to make another friend. I mean, you, you made, a, you did a decent job making an impression on Marquette de Champ, but so far, you still feel like you haven't really successfully accomplished anything at this gala. Of... So doing your best. To at least have something to take home and say, I did this. I made friends with this senator. So, everybody, go ahead and take your actions back. And if you want to stick with Wasilka, she is going to be heading off towards the side of the garden, away from the table here. Because this would be another 15 minutes past, 45 minutes after the food has been served. Do you want to follow her off and you talking with her? Because Calbio certainly does.
1: Um, I actually need to finish talking to Starborn, but then I will go up there with them.
0: Okay. Calvio uh, has been sufficiently distracted. He is actually just going to follow Wasilka. Uh, you can hear him just kind of playing the whole way down there. No, seriously, though, but I don't understand how you did that. And Wasilka just <laughs> talking circles around him, which is not terribly difficult to do. So you said you wanted to talk to Starborn.
1: Yeah, just. Uh, uh,
0: oh, I did not put a green. She is, if you thought she wasn't fully influenced, she is. I forgot to put the green dot on. Okay,
1: her. well then I will.
0: Okay, no, she is fully. I, passing... I was marking who you know you've influenced.
1: <laughs> okay, I I so figured mean, she was, was but stage. I just yeah. No, to she's make
0: sure. definitely fully influenced.
1: Um, in passing, I will um. Tell her I'll probably be tied up for a while, but it was wonderful getting to speak with her.
0: So, what do you want to do?
1: I will go with Calbio and Wasilka.
0: Uh, Darr, do you want to head with them? Um, yeah, I'll uh,
2: follow. Uh, not like you know, talking to uh, either in particularly, but interested in what they're doing. And because Nell is actually coming, going with him.
0: Yeah, I just kind of followed yeah. on the exalted. And at this point, as the a lot of the people have started to eat their fill, and the vote looms ever closer. Since Calbio is with you, you have started to reacquire a small gaggle of lesser nobles oh that are following along in your wake so at this point you are almost becoming the center of the party and whether she wants to be or not so is wasoka but she seems super happy about it because this is more than literally her entire job is to entertain people and while she can spend time entertaining the exalted himself this is probably the best thing that's ever happened for the fantabulous brand in ever so No.
1: Some good, hard, free advertising.
0: She starts to tell a story. She has has had her fun with the silly magic tricks, and she starts to entertain the crowd by telling a story. And uh, being a small halfling, she pulls a chair out from one of the smaller tables down here and literally stands up on top of it. So she can at least get kind of close to the height of a regular person as she uh, looks out over the crowd telling her tale in between taking like comically huge chops from a ham hock. It's not a serious tale. Calvio is as enraptured as anybody else is standing on pretending to be because they want to get in with Calvio. Do you want to... either of you spend your time here trying to assist Wasoka in this and get in her favor? Because crowd participation is very much a thing in this particular story.
2: I want to instead... Uh, because I can roll a sense motive as a discovery check, right?
0: Uh, yes.
2: Okay. So I want to do that, because I want to know other ways I to influence her.
0: always works as a discovery check.
2: Alright. Um, I want to use that to try to see if there's anything else that I can use to influence her besides a bluff, because... Or to help with, you know, whatever she's doing. Okay, uh, so rolling a grid.
0: first, because knowing a thing is more useful. Yes. Souls... Ah, There good. we go. 20.
3: Can I borrow one of those at some point Yes. Yeah. guys?
0: <laughs> a hard 20 gives you a total of a 25. Yes, please.
2: Um, and you want yeah, another influence skill? You can, have, you can have the next one, Shenmue. Uh, yes, please.
0: So I'm going to give you, because I think at this point you technically have learned all of your influence skills, and I'm also going to well, give you a weakness. Okay, uh,
4: so-
0: you can use Bluff or Diplomacy. Or any sort of perform, or even like. disguise, tell her, oh, her okay. storytelling.
2: <laughs> so none. Uh, Got it. In a
0: variety of ways, but something stood out to you a bit, uh, Dara, as you picked up on the conversation she was having with Calbio and Nell originally. Her magic. Like the magic tricks she's performing, obviously aren't actual magic. This is just sleight of hand, trickery. She She is an actual magician, not a wizard. Yeah, but it seems super interesting how she's able to just pull things like the, especially like grape trick, just out of nowhere at any time with seemingly no preparation. You don't have knowledge, religion, or spellcraft, but you think somebody who did could possibly learn a little more because even spellcraft there's still like somatic components and motions to regular spells if you had either of those skills and you were talking to her and got her do some magic you would be more likely to have an easier time getting to know her or perhaps if you had stealth and you could observe her doing a magic trick from an angle she maybe didn't intend learning how the magic works behind the scenes seeing through the veil would definitely make you more of an interest to her
2: okay um so yeah i can use stealth uh right now on my sheet it's two but it's four without my armor on because i obviously don't have the armor on so i'll
0: roll it it normally and yeah we'll just add two to it yeah and uh she is using some i'll let you use this instead of aiding another uh for Nell because you don't really have good for any of these skills and using the weakness gives you a plus four. So if you make the stealth check and you make it, I'll let you use that to basically be your aid right another for Nell's influence.
2: Hey, hey. all right, I'll do that. Uh bang. Oh. Well, a seven, <laughs> that is but... seven. Yeah. Eh.
0: And uh even if she does weave a couple little flourishes into her storytelling here, you can't seem to get anywhere where you can see anything special. She's performing to a whole crowd all around her here, and you're not able to subtly get close enough at at an angle enough to try and get a peek into whatever it is she's actually doing. Uh, So Nell, how do you want to help her tell her story? Her comedy of errors. Perfect. I'm gonna tell some comedy. So you're going to supplement her. She is a jester, and the story she's telling is one full of crude jokes and slapstick. And, well, that's exactly your area of expertise. You can definitely help with that. Make me a perform comedy check.
1: And that is a 21.
0: That is a hot 21. So Silka again, is taking audience participation here. A lot of the nobles are stuffy. They're reticent to participate. They're not exactly chomping at the bit to jump in on these particular stories here. But you, Calbia's friend, she turns particular attention down to you two and pulls you in multiple times. And you can you can tell she is very pleased with what you're doing as she pulls you in again and again and again to the point where you're almost as much telling the story as she is, almost as much pulling out as she goes. Meanwhile, (laughs) Inori.
3: what's up? Um, So I don't have the green dot next to either of these people. That no, I've...
0: it takes more than one successful influence check to, to bring okay. somebody up because basically what this is, is it's a substitute for the fact that according to like the base rules, you could just throw a diplomacy check at somebody in a minute of time and make them go from like neutral to friendly or whatever, or indifferent to neutral or however the scale goes. I honestly don't remember because we never use it because it's way better to RP things. But since this is such a social campaign, and Pathfinder is, to a point, still a game. Can't just fully RP your way into everything. I'm definitely giving you guys bonuses for doing cool things. But uh, it's a more than one step shifting their attitude. So it takes you a couple. Some people are harder than others. Some people have higher DCs. Some people take more checks. But you'll know when you feel like you've gotten in with them about as well as you can.
3: All right, then, uh, then I will continue because... The only two that I've made any progress with are both in this room, and goddamn,
0: <laughs> This is barely a good place for you to be.
3: They're both, uh, I know because I used the sheet on Marques. She uses diplomacy as well, so I'm going to stick with this one for now.
0: Use the sheet for what it's for. What a champ.
3: Well, somebody's got to.
0: Somebody's got to. Alright, so go ahead and roll me.
3: That's the date
0: team. That is, I'm pretty sure it's 18 because the chat log says 24. So that's a spicy 24, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: You're welcome. I told you my next one would fail, and you got that one. It's yeah, not you, me.
0: You asked him for the die, and he handed you the die. Like Thanks he, he did his, it. You're
3: Teams for life, you and me. We
0: got this. Yep. So, no problem. As we're talking to Lady Clement, again, this is mostly just small talk. You get into the topic of uh, a little bit of your own life. Which she obviously asks who, beyond who sent you here, she is somewhat curious as you talk further, and you've been conversing uh, on and off in this little group for about almost 30 minutes now. Uh, she asks about you as a Nori, not you as the page wearing the uh, Veritas Senate badge. And you briefly mention your father. Lady Clement... has almost a uh, a look of understanding after this. This is, oh, this is surprising, but not terribly surprising. I I did not know your father, but I had heard his name. He is a professional, he's very skilled at what he does. He has made waves. Uh, Many of my colleagues have turned to him for problems, so to say. Sounds about right. And from the look of you, I would like to consider myself a fairly decent judge of ability. But I will be the first to tell you that appearance does not denote what a person can do. Upbringing, training, uh, skills, and dedication. That is what determines a person's capabilities. And you, if that was your father, I am more than certain are very skilled in your own field are you following in his footsteps
3: i am indeed actually i've got the still got the family business open uh, i'm trying to hold up to his name the best that i can but it's hard you know just getting started i've only been really doing it a, a little over a year now
0: and she uh she puts a hand out of motions for you to follow her and uh she leads you if you are you gonna go with her I don't to yeah. drive your character. She leads you back uh, behind the main center floor to a hallway behind where there's just, just many less people and just a few aides and servants scattering through. As you walk, she says, it is interested, interesting that I, we would meet here. Uh, some, someone like yourself would find herself in this situation at all. Uh, surely, it does not seem a place for a bounty hunter to appear. But from our discussions... I've picked up a few things. I do not know what kind of a man your father was, only what I have heard of him. And I have heard that regardless of his personal feelings, he was very dedicated to his task and his craft. He was reliable. These are good qualities. These are very useful qualities. It seems, from my judgment, that you take after that very well. I perhaps can extend an offer of friendship. We could be useful to each other. If you are here, there is something that brought you here some small amount of uh, interest or personal goals. You said you had uh, tasks to accomplish as you put it so suddenly when you arrived. Right. I believe we can help each other. How? I do not know, but I like to surround myself with useful people. And if you are intelligent, I imagine you do the same, no?
3: That's exactly uh, the only benefit I was hoping to take away from this place.
0: Well, the benefit is what I can offer you. I am not giving you a job right now. I have nothing I need done, but you seem as useful a person as any. An able body that, if we may be able to assist each other, It'll be for the greater good of us both. Let me extend the olive branch here. I do not have many holdings here around Opara, uh, simply an estate away from my main grounds to arrive at occasions such as these, to participate in the votes, to be a figure on the senate, to do what I can to write the path of history. What I do have are many holdings out around the greater area of Taldor, uh many scattered holdings that sometimes may be of use. If you needed a place to stay for a brief while out in the greater area of the country, contact me. Perhaps I can be of assistance.
3: That would be wonderful. I appreciate that very much.
0: And I would hope that should the time come, I could call on your assistance as well. If it would be necessary. Now, do not mistake me. I do not have any underhanded tasks or no cloak and dagger missions that need accomplishing. But sometimes certain... How you say uh, political prisoners?
3: And you need, uh, a, political... you need a scalpel instead of a hammer.
0: I understand. Yeah, exactly. I do not wish to be intentionally deceptive. I am attempting to be straightforward, but it is difficult to talk of events that have not yet come to pass. Who knows where time will lead us?
3: Sounds like the beginning of a uh, beautiful friendship.
0: As I should hope, Lady As you talk to her, and you head kind of back into the main Senate floor here, You notice that most of these Senators are starting to make their way into A6, onto the Senate floor. Uh, You notice one of the Dukes helping uh, Sentimus in his wheelchair. And uh, pretty much everybody from the library has now made their way down here. And a lot of the various Senators, uh, the large group that went out to gather food, uh, about an hour after everything has been served, are starting to make their way in as well. The vote for Primogeniture is at hand. You probably have time, if there is something you want to accomplish, for one more social round before the vote begins. So we'll start with Dara. What do you want to do? Uh, 15 Mm. minutes later, the story has wound down and ended and most of the crowd has dissipated to start to make their way towards the senate hall and you're noticing the main bulk of the people heading that way you know the vote is nearing and was has excused yourself and more than welcomed you to join her up in the gallery above to watch what she refers to as the festivities should you be so inclined but she is heading back upstairs to the gallery
2: um yeah i'm gonna start going in towards uh the senate hall but uh that's all for now
0: okay so you start to make your way out towards the main hall what about you Nell?
2: um Uh, yeah uh, real quick I i can't pass this like line right here like that's where they're stopping people yes the guards okay
0: I would uh Yeah, there's still that that area, A three as a whole is still blocked off.
1: (laughs) I'll go uh with Wasilka after talking to Calbio just for a minute, saying I believe as you talk
0: to uh Calbio briefly, he's expressing more than interest in following Wasilka. A pair of servants wearing the uh emblem of Savian himself approach. And, uh, briefly introduce themselves. And says, uh, Sir Calbio, it is nearly time. Your presence is requested by the Grand Prince himself. Come, we will He request that you follow us and join in final rehearsals. And Calbio's like, oh! Oh, yep, I, uh, no! No. I'll find you later. It's been good talking. Thank you for showing me around. I really appreciate you extending the hand, man. This place is just, just beyond me. But I gotta go. I got stuff to do. I gotta get exalted! And he has a huge <laughs> smile on his face.
1: Well, good luck to you. I'll be watching you from the balcony.
0: So, Calbio is out of
1: That's actually exactly what I was gonna say, is I'm sure somebody will be along in a minute to retrieve you.
0: Yeah, so, so. you're about to be fetched.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll just go hang out with Silka and throw another check at her.
0: Alright. So you head up into the gallery up uh, where you can see Martella would actually be over here at this point uh, she has moved back over towards the other side of the gallery where she still has that roped off area where she had the coffee pot that she brought you all up previously and she uh notices you come up but doesn't nod or anything she just she sees you you see her mid eyes for a second then she goes back on to watching the events down on the senate floor below And at this point everyone but the kids are gone and a lot of wasilka's troop are ushering the various children over closer towards the railing to look down and watch the primogeniture vote, and they're mainly reverting to babysitter role at this point. And as you approach, Basilka uh, sees you coming up and uh, turns and smiles "Is that interested, are you? Oh, it's a better view from up here anyway.
1: Well, it's not like I have any business on the floor anyhow.
0: I have to thank you for your participation in the impromptu show down below—one never does really get away from the trade. Uh, it's hard with this dress. Oh,
1: I, uh, I enjoy being the life of the party. So, getting to help you do the exact same thing was quite fun.
0: Did you consider joining the troupe? Ranks are always open. You could be fantabulous. <laughs>
1: I do appreciate the offer, but I have noble responsibilities. It's I would much
0: responsibility to pitch dice interface.
1: Indeed, it is
0: pitch dice interface. Go.
1: Let's tell some noble jokes. Not really. That's a nine.
0: Yeah, with her, <laughs> almost kind of starting to come out of character here. As the even with Silka, as the primogeniture vote approaches, you try again, but she is much more distracted trying to like this is this is the big show, but this is the whole reason the gala is happening. And with her distracted as she is, she gives you a couple like cursory laughs, but you can tell she's she's not super into that right now. She's mostly having to help out with getting the kids ready and everyone to go watch their parents and aunts and uncles down below as everyone so far has said, make history. Now, everybody else is here in the Senate floor. And I mean, pretty much literally everybody. So Dara, what do you want to go for? Um, uh, You can still play this room as well. If you just want to overall while everyone's here, just float around here if you can. <laughs>
2: yeah i'll uh, i'll do that it's, i don't know why that sounds like a bad idea it's just the way you emphasize that everyone's here if you want to play the room it's i just like, mean there's no. like
0: a billion senators <laughs> like pretty much yeah. all the senators that made the way in because the vote is about to start no yeah it
2: just, for the roll is what he's saying yeah it was just funny it was just everyone's here if you want to roll that dice so yeah like, uh, but yeah i'll uh, i'll roll it i will sense motive
0: the room sense all of the motive
2: it's a whole lot of motive to sense
0: I sense okay. it okay with an eighteen. That's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool came out of motive. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Okay. So you come in, you sense the motive around. You uh you do a pretty good job. But uh the biggest thing you're picking up on is that everyone is at this point very distracted. Uh the window of opportunity, so to speak, from the meal being served has certainly passed and if anything inverted and with everyone readying themselves and their political personas preparing to vote debate however whatever the case may be they've gone from much easier to interact with to much more difficult to interact with and nori i'm gonna do it real quick before this uh, begins properly before they throw
3: us out of this room <laughs> you mean
0: exactly that thing yes
3: uh, on my way out i just wanted to throw another ice at marques to see if i get her a green dot <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: i, so I love her she has to be on my less, that but less metagame
3: right exactly
0: in I mean, character well
3: sir. like, like <laughs> you had said earlier though i mean i mean i already had like three convos with her
0: yeah you, you talked yeah. to her a bit and she'd extended the invitation to uh help you into the pathfinder society but you don't feel like you have opened the great locked box that is marques the shop she is very secretive and she is very reclusive but you're going to take one last passing shot to try to make another friend here and on your way out what do you want to roll
4: mm-hmm.
3: Dipl- diplomacy
0: diplomacy Go for it. Fifteen. Slightly good-ish? You, uh, you greet her, again, as you pass, and she greets you. as You spoke earlier, you're introduced. And you chat for a brief moment before she... other uh, abruptly excuses herself to prepare her documents and things for the upcoming vote, because... She's She's a busy lady. lady. Senate is at hand. And yes, she is at the moment a very busy lady. So all the senators make their way to their assorted seats. Aaron O'Kara is not a senator. Um, I'm going to put you guys, because of how the line of sight works here, go ahead and just line yourselves up on the right side of the room just because the gallery doesn't actually have line of sight down onto the Senate floor below. But realistically, the servants, and for those who did not acquiesce to the servants' requests, then the guards would usher everybody out of the room here and up onto the gallery above, where uh anyone who wanted to look down the proceedings was welcome to do so. Nearly everybody in the Senate Hall gathers around Uh, There are crowds at the various doors where guards are standing in each uh, letting no one pass hoping to look down onto the floor itself. There are just a plethora of aristocrats and nobles up in the gallery above looking down onto the senate floor to watch as the senate finally convenes. On to the main stage steps a new face. The judge presiding over the senatorial council here. Now, they do not lead immediately into the primogeniture vote. As the senate convenes, they spend a solid half hour, which uh, you regenerate another uh, non-lethal damage back. An hour by that point. Yeah spend has been a full half hour arguing and voting on various small formalities, spending bills, relatively minor things as everyone slowly grows more impatient because this is the business as usual. This is how normally the gala ends effectively, but this year, obviously... Is different. The vote that's coming here will, if nothing else, overturn a, a law as old as one of the oldest nations in Galarian itself. And as you all stand up in the gallery looking down, the political ruling body of Taldor spreads out 20 feet below you. Uh, these are just the main faces, but all of these seats and ranks, from the bottom stairs all the way back up to these nooks at the side, are filled with dozens of senators and their most prominent aides, what appears to be one for each, either standing by their side or quickly scurrying around, running messages, and preparing. After the minor bills pass, the various conversation and chatter becomes a cacophony of unintelligible voices and the final moments before the last vote. Until finally, the magically amplified voice of the judge himself rings out over everyone. Thank you all. I would ask that our observers, please remain silent we will now begin voting on addendum number 22,087. Repeal of the ancient law of primogeniture, the issuance of inheritance, and aristocratic titles solely through male heirs. And with that, a silence falls over the whole hall. And the amplified voice continues as he calls on one after another of the various senators, uh, just working his way down the line, naming each and collecting their votes individually. The early declarations are split surprisingly evenly, given the confidence of some of the senators previously about which way this vote would go. With a fairly large number of the senators abstaining entirely and choosing not to throw their hat one way or the other, not to take the risk. Only about halfway through the process, after nearly 10 minutes of these individual calls have passed, the votes begin to shift beginning to favor Princess Eutropia's bid to end this primogeniture, And by the end of the tabulation, nearly 60% of the Senate body has thrown their vote towards the repeal. As this goes, the judge himself seems to become more and more shocked. And as it hits the final handful of votes, he actually takes a minute to compose himself before he continues. he looks around the room and up into the gallery. Clears his throat. (coughs) And so, the final tally for addendum 22,087... The repeal of primogeniture, with thirty-six abstentions, the final tally stands at one hundred and seven four seventy-nine against. The addendum passes, and with that, cheering erupts through a lot of the nobles in the gallery, and scurry around the outside. But it is scattered. A lot of people are very clearly, visibly, and loudly excited about this. A lot... are not. But this magically amplified voice continues over the crowd. Among other business tonight, the Senate now formally recognizes Princess Eutropia Stavian I as the new heir to the Primogen crown and the first heir the Empire has seen in 20 years. And with that, the entire chamber, uh, the Senate floor itself, just explodes into a mixture of riotous applause and loudly shouted condemnations. And this only further provokes the nobles gathered around on the gallery, With a huge mixture now of cheering and equally loud, very audible booing. This continues for a few minutes before it finally starts to die out. And as it does, the judge announces... uh, after meeting, uh, talking to several aides, several senators, uh, various figures approaching him. The Senate floor and surrounding areas will now be closed for an official senatorial recount. Uh, this is an will be an official recess of the first grand apparent Senate. And with that, the... Nobles are ushered... uh, The ones down below around the doorways are ushered further away from the guards and out of the entire surrounding area. Those in the gallery are allowed to stay as many of the senators begin to leave their post and just mill around, talking... not really mill, very urgently move around, talking to each other and uh, sending their aides just running spastically back and forth. And as this all happens... Each of you once again hears Martella's voice in your mind. Interesting. As I'd hoped, but interesting. Uh, If you'll all please come around to the other side of the gallery and meet with me once more, please.
1: Let's go. Understood. No reason not to.
0: Off we go. Somewhat impressively, uh, Lady Lothi has managed to keep a small area here still roped off and she has a small section with that table still in the back of the gallery where nobody else is allowed access and as you approach and sit down she once again offers each of you a cup of tea or coffee at your leisure and gives you a moment to get situated before she begins but now she clearly has a fairly well what is for her large smile on her face she is visibly pleased
3: I see that you're very happy with the result. You're not concerned about the recount at all?
0: Hmm. It's a simple formality. For something so impactful, they'll have to make sure no mistakes were made. Also, one that has been in place for quite a long time is it does give some of the other senators the opportunity to shift their weight, so to speak, if they wish to be remembered as voting on the correct side of this issue. Now... The outcome will not change, I am sure.
3: Okay, good. I'm just being annoyed, I guess.
0: Now, I must admit, this has all gone much better than I would expected. I have to say, I'm pleased. You've all done well. And let it be known that even though you are not the faces on the floor, casting the votes yourself to pass this phenomenal repeal, Each of you had your part in history here today your help has assured that the repeal would pass and i am more than thankful for each of you in addition i've been watching you seem to have made quite an impact i've seen you flit about the gala here both on the senate floor directly and around and you've turned a lot of heads Uh, you've gone so far as to make a fairly decent impression on the (laughs) leader of the Troop of Jesters. But beyond that, many of the senators now have heard your names. And beyond that, many of the senators now respect your names. You did a good job of weighing over Countess Pace. She is an arrogant sword and not one to be reasoned with, but you performed expertly in doing what was needed of you. And Duke Sentimus, I hear, is more than willing now to hear your cause and through yours, mine. Baron O'Kara himself has come personally to speak with me and make sure that uh, I am aware that Sir Lamas has carried my message well. And I hear that, among other things, a certain reveal in the museum earlier did not go nearly as well as planned for Earl of Renaissance. Do you have those items with you? Don't pull them out, of course, but I
2: do. Yes
0: They're more than willing to keep them Consider that a additional payment As I said, I am more than pleased now traditionally this would be an opportunity for the Grand Prince himself to Make an appearance and speak out to formally end the exaltation gala. I assume that will be happening rather shortly Until then, rest assured that when we reconvene tomorrow in this, in the same cafe, you will be more than rewarded for your efforts here. Fair enough. In the meantime... I do have one more thing for you. Now, I saw that you took a moment to meet our dear Exalted himself. You yes. spoke with Calbio?
1: Yeah, quite a bit, actually.
0: He's fairly fun. I saw him leave with you. He's a very excitable sort. I have something here. And she reaches into uh, the purse she has in the garden next to her and pulls out a letter. Neatly folded and sealed with wax, embroidered with just a simple heart. Uh, it looks like it wasn't even stamped, it was just carved into the wax itself and she says i think of everyone here he'd appreciate you delivering this more than anyone else after the ceremonies are complete and he is exalted this is a message from his parents they couldn't afford to be here this evening unfortunately but it's a letter of a very personal and emotional nature now the problem is, I do know our dear friend Calvio isn't literate, so somebody's going to need to read it to him. And if there's anyone to be trusted with this, I figure that's you.
1: I believe I can handle that.
0: Also, it would be remiss of me to trust anyone's intentions, even the parents of the exalted here today. So, rather than pry my nose into it myself, I'll leave it to you to make sure there's nothing unsavory in here and that it will be fitting. He should be in quite the good mood to receive it. I do know the boy loves his parents.
1: Uh, would I be able to catch him before this whole business starts? Do you think?
0: I'm sure you will not. But afterwards, you will hopefully be able to get some time to talk to him as everyone filters out of the gala and hand him this letter. Well, read it to him. Uh, At that point, he may have some servants with him. Uh, Leave it to your discretion, but do with this what you will. It just lets him know his parents. are very proud of what he's done here today. Now, I will meet with you all tomorrow morning in the same cafe we met before this gala began. And as she uh, turns, you can all hear the judge's booming voice down below announcing the Finishing of the the recount. Oh, it does sound like that business is all concluded. You may want to get back uh, downstairs. I believe they'll re- they're reopening the floor for everyone for Prince Davian's speech. Should be, she grimaces a bit. Interesting. It's no secret that he's very much opposed to the repeal, and I'm sure that regardless of the vote, he'll pass up. He will not pass the opportunity to lambast his own daughter. Shame what a classless man we have for a prince.
1: Well, it is unfortunate, but that's the reason we did our work here today.
0: It is. And you've done very well. Now. If you'll head down, I believe that the guards should start organizing the floor soon. Uh, You'll be assigned spots, unfortunately, and given your stature and status as guests, I'm afraid you'll be near the back, but still. You'll be able to see the fruits of your labor, the results of your hard work here tonight. I expect the Grand Prince to, well, do as he does before Princess Eutropia formally accepts the passing of the... What is it? What is it? Is Erdem a word? What will be the word for that. Uh,
2: of crown, I guess. Well, no yeah, I the it's...
0: crown. He's still the Grand Prince. But
2: no, yeah, but right she now. will have the ability to have it now.
0: Yeah, passing of the bloodline, I guess. I don't know. There's probably a word for that that I, I as a GM, don't know. But I, so again, thank you. Thank you. And not just I, but Taldor thanks you.
2: Well, I was happy to be an assistant person. And thank you for allowing me the time to come here. It was truly interesting.
0: Oops. So, <laughs> yes,
2: that's who I'm talking to.
0: No, I
2: know you you wanna you guys wanna head back downstairs? Uh, yeah, I'll head back
0: downstairs. To, uh, unless we have enough
1: now? time for another check.
2: I was gonna say uh, before we leave, out of my bag, I was gonna pull the cup that I took earlier and leave it there and leave.
0: Because I did oh, take it with me. Yeah. Oh, you take the coffee cup and you <laughs> put it back in There you go. Yeah, and then leave. Now, as you head down, the Guards, uh, pairs of guards and servants, uh, wearing again the Stavian official badge, are going through the area and assigning everyone their spots. Right now, it is a huge clusterfuck of just bodies milling about. But everyone is assigned an area with proximity to the stage based on their stature. Uh, the Grand Prince and Calbio are already present on the stage. And the edge of the stage itself, as well as the stairs leading up to it, are ringed with his personal Olfen guard. And nearly all the guards and soldiers from the event are stationed near the doorways now, as literally everyone filters in for the Grand Prince himself speech and the ending of the festivities at the gala. But as everybody is sorted here and arranged before this begins, you all have one final social round to talk to anybody other than Calbio or obviously stavian anybody that is not those two you can even stop and talk to Masoka on the way down if you really wanted to i just tried it down here it later yeah um so, not even gonna go an issue i'm just gonna go across the board uh dara
2: no one in particular to talk to
0: you cannot, yeah. You cannot play to the room anymore. It would just literally be to influence a person. You could, well, nice shot to just influence a person.
2: Yeah. Um. I guess. No, I. <laughs> the only person I could influence uh, that I know of would be the like military folk. Well, uh, uh, Pytharius
0: is here now, so if you wanted to talk to Pytharius, you can.
2: Yeah, I suppose I could. You haven't uh, done
0: a discovery on him or anything, so you don't. No, you yeah, that's not. Guessing, a good but idea. I mean, it's last shot, make... so it's. It's like you might as well.
2: Yeah, I'll just use uh, knowledge. In this soldier.
0: this case, now you piss off the commander in chief. He thinks you. Yeah,
2: don't. I don't want to do that, but I will use knowledge soldier and and just hope that that won't make Confession him really mad. What did I say?
0: Knowledge soldier. Case, oh yeah. What soldier is. So you want to take a brief moment to try to talk to Pythereus himself as the Rim is organized. Uh, You work way towards the group. He's currently talking to Baron O'Kara, which is an easy in for you because you've already talked to O'Kara. He knows you, and that's an easy introduction to Pythereus. You have a brief minute or two to make an impression on the man. Okay. So if you want to just throw the (laughs) professional soldier, go for it.
2: I'm doing it. Don't fuck up the roll. Ah. it's not a lie, I guess.
0: He nods, and thanks you for your service, and turns back to, uh, <laughs> his group. Hinori. Yeah. Oh,
2: uh,
3: I don't want to be like the lost puppy, but <laughs> I want to be my friend. Um... My last try multiple th- I gotta do it. It's a Hail Mary pass. Um, I'm gonna try to influence Martella once again.
0: Martella? Martella. Marques, Mar- shop?
3: There's so many Martellas, Marquesas, and
0: yeah. Well, that's because Marques is a title. That's not much the shop. I can't actually find the shop. There she is. A huge fucking pile of senators. It's just names. There you go. There's the shop. All right, go for it.
1: We believe in you, buddy. You can do it. I don't. I feel like I need more energy. I, I just. I, my dice are Where's your centipedes, boys?
0: Roll the check. With a 17. Okay. With a 17. And your last moment to talk to her before the evening's festivities are concluded. She appreciates the interest you've taken. <laughs> and you, my friend,
4: yes! successfully influenced
0: Black the Shop. Yes!
2: yes! She cool lets me. you
0: know that even whatever your decisions on her offer, should you ever need the resources of the Pathfinder Society, <sighs> they're not opposed to exchanges of work. And you being here... On the dawn of a new era, with Princess Utropia claiming the descent of the crown, you're destined for great things. She's sure you can help each other in the future, should you need it. Now,
1: I've got one hell of a knee slapper, but I'm going to tell Wasilka on the way by.
0: All right, you get to take your final shot at Wasilka. That is a twenty. You're
4: <laughs>
0: hacker man here. Is she one off? Is she also <laughs> one off? Because shop was one off. Wasilka's one off. You influence Wasilka on the way down. And uh, as as you tell her, she laughs and shakes her head. And stops you for a minute before you head down. He says, hey. We never even properly introduced names. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to help out. Your interests here seem, I'm sure, to extend beyond the fantabulous troop. What brings you here? Oh.
1: A little bit of money, a little bit of boredom, and free food. Good jokes. Just having a good time.
0: You're of noble blood. I'm sure there's more to that.
1: Not for me in particular. Hmm. Uh, figured I'd help.
0: Well, should that situation change, or should your own interests require information, you'd be surprised how much people's children know and, well, by yeah. extent, how much I know. It was a pleasure meeting you. I'm Wisoka Wisoka Freeling. I have answers, should you need them? I know a no, lot more about these people than they think I do.
1: Doubt that a bit, honestly. It was nice meeting you, though.
0: And she nods, and then immediately snaps back in the character. And because she still has to entertain the kids up here while this is happening.
3: She broke character for you, man. That's impressive.
0: She broke character for No.
3: So he's a charismatic dude.
0: As everyone arranges, a dozen of the biggest Ulfin Guard take their places around the sides of the stage. And around the back of the podium near the chamber here. And the guards take their places. Uh, near the various doorways. Everyone gets in place for the final event of the Gala here, Prince Stavian's Proclamation and Princess Eutropia's is accepting of the Primaging Crown. A mix of Senatorial Staffers and these Olfin guard finish assigning everyone their places and putting you guys actually even further back than this. You are Guests here, and you are pretty much against the wall of the Senate chamber itself, uh, just stuffed as far back as could possibly be behind all of the various senators and higher-ranking nobles, and even the Sanders aides. Your back wall. Uh, you can see Martella herself is only about twenty feet ahead of you, just really, just barely here on the stairs, more or less, Well... Big names, Pytharius, Princess Etropia herself, all arrange themselves down near the bottom of the podium. Oops. Finally, Grand Prince Davian steps forward towards the front of the tall stage that overlooks the hall from its center. And he raises a single hand, silencing the chatter and murmurs. Spreading throughout the room. And Calbio, ushered directly by an Olfin guard that is standing behind him, just pretty much pushing him forward. And now, seemingly a little bit stage shy, hunched over and kind of trying to make himself small, inches forwards towards the stage. Where Prince Davian turns to him, puts on a huge smile and claps his hand on the ma- on the very frightened man's shoulder. He looks out over the assembly. It's quite the group we have here today. I don't think I've ever seen the Senate building packed so full. Especially not for any of my previous speeches. There's a small, kind of awkward chuckle. It pulls through the room a bit. He gestures in his free hand. Even my lovely daughter, now a woman, sits among the players of Apara's greatest game. He takes his other hand off of Kabu and puts them both up. Of course, none of you are here for me. No! Today is about something else entirely. Today is about elevation. It is no secret that today is about exalting others to a new status in life. And he turns towards Calbio with his arms spread wide. I'm sure many of you have had the opportunity to meet Calbio here. He's a man of his people. Elevated at the urging of all the ladies, lords, senators, and aides present in this chamber. I think we should all give him a rousing applause to commemorate this momentous change in his life! And as he starts to clap, the whole room erupts into cheers and just uproarious applause. And the Grand Prince puts his hand back on Calvio's shoulder. And Calvio, looking like a deer in headlights, just kind of stares out across the entire crowd with a huge, nervous smile on his face as he just kind of slowly and shakily waves a hand, doing his best to take it all in. Everybody make me a sense motive check. with a 19. Nori 11. Wait, what? <laughs> I saw 11, on, or 12 on the dice. Yeah, he's negative you... one. Wow. <laughs> wow! No, a 6. As you guys look up at this, you feel that the Grand Prince is not entirely genuine. And you remember what Martella told you. That he's... Probably real, real upset about this. And you feel like the general mood of his speech is about to change direction fairly quickly. Uh, Dara, just Dara, you notice that Calbio is a little beyond just like average stage fright here. He is... So out of his element, he is legitimately terrified. Like this dude's on the edge of peeing himself. This guy is absolutely horrified. That's not good.
1: I mean, this is definitely not his element at all. (laughs) What do you expect?
3: Yeah, Yeah.
0: terrified though. As the applause starts to die down after about 30 seconds, a huge, the hulking guard, from behind, once again, gestures a couple times, and then literally just puts his hand up and pushes Calbio to the front of the stage, uh, to the very tip, and he like staggers forward, almost losing his balance, as he stands tall beside Prince Davian, walking up to the very, very edge of the stage, and uh, again, putting his hand back on Calbio's shoulder, as he looks out over the crowd. He doesn't look at Calbio as he says this. He keeps looking out over the room in front of him. I understand your parents sacrificed everything to help you reach this day, my boy. Saving up for your apprenticeship and the tools you needed to achieve greatness. And today you stand here as a grateful son. No doubt making them proud. I, too, understand what it is to sacrifice. I have given... So much for the people of this nation. A brother, a son, a lifetime of service. Even my own daughter's loyalty. As he looks down at Eutropia, he pauses for a second, just kind of licks his lips and reaches across Cabio's shoulder and literally like pulls him in almost like in a side hug, real close. But unlike you, Lord Calbio, these Taldens, my children, truly, are not grateful. They scheme and plot, dream of hanging their dutiful father and placing a woman, a woman, sir, on the lion's throne. And they have seen fit. This very day to induct you into their conspirational ranks. And that is why here. Now, you, Lord Calbio, will be the first among them to die. And with his other hand, he reaches out with a jewel dagger and plunges it into Calbio's chest. Oh. The crowd is stunned as the front rows are showered with the country boy's blood. And you see Calbio just barely mouth, Ma? As he falls down face first in a pool of blood at the edge of the stage. Princess Utropia staring up at her father, pulls out her rapier immediately, as do many of the other senators here. Uh, But a lot of them just look around confused. As you look around you now, you notice black cloak soldiers that have filtered throughout the crowd. They all toss aside their cloaks to reveal armor and long swords strapped at their sides and they draw their swords and start swinging at random, slaying senators, aristocrats, nobles, anyone who's in reach. You notice that the guards near the door have multiplied tenfold with nearly 50 soldiers blocking every entrance into this room. After a moment of shock and confusion, the Olfen guard around the podium with no idea what's going on, close ranks around the prince and draw their weapons as well, swinging wildly at anyone that approaches, uh, just desperately trying to defend the crowd. These Viking warriors cut down anyone, black-clad infiltrators or senators alike who come near. just keeping the crowds at play. This floor in an instant Becomes a killing field. Roll initiative.
3: Got a red wedding
1: us? Goddamn, son. Pretty hot, 17.
2: 15. Alright. I like the 22 I had early.
1: Now initiative does
2: matter.
3: 12.
1: The party was fun while it lasted, though.
0: (laughs) You notice one of the black-clad soldiers nearby you with his sword drawn. Uh, This is the one closest to you. Just a few feet behind Martella, as he steps forward and swings his sword once, slaying a servant and twice, taking down a random noble. Now, it's a full-round action to draw your weapons, because they're peace-bound.
1: Alright, um is my shield included in that?
0: No, your shield you can take you can equip your shield your sword is spawned.
1: okay, I will go on ahead and arm myself and five foot step to here.
0: Dara, you don't have your crossbow but you do at I least have a sword. I mean technically' <laughs> <you> <laughs> um... around to action to draw it.
2: I think I'm going to total defense. I am not prepared for this. Trying to waste my time ripping the sword out of the sheath is probably going to get me killed.
0: So you just take- you just get on your guard and prepare yourself to try to survive as best as you can. Enori. Uh...
3: I, I can cast, right? I can cast- Yes.
0: You can cast. You just just sort his piece out. It takes four on action to draw it. All right, I'm gonna
3: cast vanish. That's
0: not a bad idea. <laughs> so you immediately in response, nope out of this, and uh, cast vanish, disappearing from view as this agent approaches. Uh, do you want to move anywhere? Because that's just a standard action.
3: Over there. Whoosh.
1: Good choice of music, by the way. Yeah, it's freaky.
0: All right. The agent swings his sword a few more times as he moves closer towards the wall, just hacking his way through panicked bodies as he approaches before he stands and turns to see uh, Nell with his shield raised and turns toward him. Nell.
1: I'm going to assume a defensive stance You can just intimidate anyone, right?
0: Like, yeah, you can use a standard actually intimidate it literally to give them oh, a shaking, <laughs> position, so they take a minus two to their uh, attack rolls and whatnot. I feel
1: like that's gonna be worth it.
0: Yeah, it'll get it's it, it makes them shaken.
1: Gonna tell them to back the fuck off.
0: Uh, remind me... Okay, Chevy, what's the DC that's do doing at What's the fair... What's the doing DC? 10, 10, plus
3: 10
1: plus wisdom plus wisdom level.
0: Plus HD? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's HD. Wiz... HD?
0: Really? He simply smirks as he raises his sword. Uh, you see the slaughter continue throughout the hall as senators and nobles alike have drawn hidden or peace weapons to try to fight back against these agents. Uh, you recognize one of the people from earlier, Kethan Zalar, from outside, dive into combat with her curved sword and shield in hand. Lion blades, to your duties! Defend the Senate! As she she engages several of the agents with a a few more casting cloaks aside to reveal glamored armor. Dara.
2: All right, uh, I will move here and uh, try to get past the guard.
0: This is not a guard. This is like eight guards.
2: Oh, oh, that's a wall of guards. All right. That's
0: a wall of guards.
2: Yeah, there's no leaving through that door.
0: You're not uh, getting out that way. Wonderful. Um,
2: fuck. I will, I guess, keep moving to over here and just keep total defensing. to make up for not having my armor on.
0: Enori as you watch and reappear uh you see the Ulfin close a uh, full rank around Prince Davian uh beginning to shuffle him backwards away from the edge of the stage and uh, back away from just Calbio's body left just alone it's his blood running down the sides of the podium
3: uh, uh I'm going to now that I'm over here and I it vanishes one if I'm going to rip my sword out of the, the thing. Take it if I can.
0: Uh, so you take the full round action and you tug and pull and reach out with the other hand to just hold your sheath in place as you finally manage to yank your sword free from its peace binding. And it's in a, you're armed now. The agent raises his sword. And uh, Nell, you raise your shield in defense, but he, in a flash, twists his sword to the side and immediately strikes around your shield out of your unprotected flank. And as he does, all of you see a blue flash in your eyes and instantly everything goes dark and silent.
5: No. Yeah.
0: Uh, you guys can't see yourselves in the airshift. That's weird. Nope.
5: No, we can't. It's dark as fuck, yo.
0: Uh, I guess I'll just delete you
5: and re add you. Oh, I can see now, sort of. You can see yourselves. Yeah. All right. No.
1: Um, question answer I have a fighter's kit that I purchased like with the whole starting thing would I have the general items from that possibly
0: probably not I don't imagine you would have brought them to the uh...
1: I didn't imagine because a torch would be nice
0: yeah I, I mean if you it wasn't gonna really fair I, I'll leave that up to you would you have brought that to the gala?
1: I don't imagine I would have brought everything because it's a pretty heavy bag, but I'd imagine I would have like a little kit that I always carry just of things that I might need because he is often with people out in the middle of the city doing stuff and occasionally you need a torch or something like that, so maybe having a few small things, but I guess I didn't specify that retroactively, so I'm going to say no, I wouldn't. Have that, so I just don't. I'm So I suppose I will just walk forward until I bump into something with my sword and shield raised.
0: Okay. Well, which way is forward? Where are you going?
1: This way. Just right, uns- you get to
0: exactly here, and uh, as you reach that spot you bump into what appears to be a counter that's about waist high, a table of some sort, and a wall behind it.
1: All right. Um, I'll use another movement action to go around the table and see if there's something that I can find on the other side, possibly.
0: You feel your way around the table here and along the wall. Uh, You feel the stone give way to wood as you're fairly certain that you've reached a door uh, before your hands run across what appears to be a metal panel in the wall.
5: I'll touch it. See what it does. I mean, yeah,
0: you if know, you, you just run your hands across it and doesn't appear to do anything. All right. And then you bump into a bed on your left. That's about six seconds worth of stumbling around, Dara. Uh, you can hear somebody shifting around in the darkness.
2: Um, continuing the like where he was originally going, uh he like, what do we hear?
0: You hear nothing. You only hear like the footsteps and sliding of. Yeah, one but we're not deaf. No, you don't that's you're not dead. no No, no, deaf.: No, that's all you hear.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he said you're not dead. Dude, I was like, I hope like...
0: not. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. Why I'd be playing if
2: I was dead. That um, <laughs> like but, metal
1: uh, and wood clanking together. Because
2: yeah,
0: of his armor, yeah. with his He'll continue. And that's, that is all you there.
2: The direction he thought he was going, which is be forward, uh, looking for a way out, leaving a handout and call out to uh, if anyone was there.
4: Extremely now.
2: Uh, I was going like this direction. Wait. Hello there. I was walking that way, trying to. Uh, you feel
0: something. to your left. You feel what appears to be uh, mattresses and bed frames immediately next to you. What?
2: Okay. Uh, I guess keep moving. Uh, just around them as best I can.
0: You can go up or down because they're lined up next, like to the left of you.
2: Oh, uh, so right here is just yeah. fucking mattresses. Yeah, several all right.
0: beds. Yeah.
2: Then I'll I'll move uh this direction. Come
0: on. Okay. And you, uh, you start to slide down to your left, down the row of beds before you feel just a stone wall. The only way left to go is this way, if you want to keep following the wall. Yeah. You and you do until it reaches a corner here. As you can feel there, it turns to a wooden door. And um. angles back
5: up towards the north. I'll try and open it. Uh, you fumble around trying to find the latch before finally opening the door.
0: And that's two move actions. Inari.
5: Alright, first things first, I'm going to cast light on myself.
0: Anari, Being a magis. There's a lot of fun around the dark forever and casts light touching her own chest. And as that glowing handprint radiates out throughout the room, you see a small stone chamber uh, with fitted wallpaper lining every end of this maybe 35 foot across room, but just peeling at the scenes from raw raw age. Uh, Six old beds lie against the western wall. He's fairly pristinely made, but caked in a thick layer of dust, clearly neglected for at least decades. The northeastern corner of the room is eight sets of lockers uh, across the ground and across the uh, upper, like an upper cabinet, almost making the, the counter that Nell had run into previously. Two doors exit the room. One to the north, one to the east, so oh, three doors, and one down by Dara, which he doesn't have any light that leads into right now. In addition, you can see a brass and green glass rectangular panel right in front of Nell that he had just accidentally touched.
3: Where Where's the glass panel?
0: It's right next, it's on the wall next to Nell, like right here. Oh, okay. Top on the northern end of the room, by the door.
3: I'm gonna head over to this door, and as I'm walking over, be like, "What the hell is going on?"
0: So I took you off initiative because we have uh, we're not in combat. Clearly, you are somewhere. So feel free to move about freely and see what you can you know, see. Really. I
1: mean,
2: following the light now. Nothing Let's else matters. Yeah,
1: we don't have much of a choice Everything on that. So.
0: Yes. Did you oh. just move yourself through the door, you fuck? both of them. I thought you said move freely. Did you not <laughs> not through <laughs> 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 hey. hey, you, the, the door, Sammy? You're opening the door. You want to open the door, Shemmy! You it's just your move condition of that. All right, all right, all right. Just- Gosh, damn it. you open the door, and you see a small stone connecting chamber that leads simply to. Another door. Now nah, I don't want to go in the room. <laughs> <laughs> As you push this open and look around, you hear Martella's voice, panicked, uh, in your minds. Where did you go? I just saw you in several others in the Senate vanish into thin air. Uh,
1: somewhere old. There's beds and a counter and. I'm not really sure. There's yes, dust no. everywhere,
2: though. We do not have any clue. Uh, me, personally, at least. Uh, are you safe?
0: You hear nothing. We
3: gotta get back to the chamber immediately.
2: I need to find a weapon, and then I will get back to the chamber.
0: Unlike what his token looks like, he does not currently have a crossbow in his hands.
1: You no. have a weapon.
2: You have a sword. Yeah, that I don't know how to use. It's purely ceremonial.
1: No, you have a dagger.
2: Yes, also not relevant. <laughs> my character hey, is not trained to use daggers. Use it or not, man. Yeah. No, don't, what do you mean you're
1: not trained able. to use
3: daggers?
2: No, any human being can wield a dagger. He was not trained right, to use I'm, a dagger. I'm going to move
3: since they're bickering. I'm just going to move. Uh, well,
2: yes. I mean, let, your, let like... me
3: assume my position.
0: uh, He's just going to walk up and open the door.
1: Yeah, let me... He walks
0: up and uh, opens the door. And that casts light into a very cluttered chamber uh, where stacked wooden crates haphazardly cover the entire southern wall of this room and another pile occupy the northwestern corner. The eastern half of the room is very full of wooden shelves. Each rack filled with dust-coated bottles, crockeries, and glass jars. You see, uh, on both, near both doorways here, another identical brass and green glass rectangular panel.
3: Hmm. I mean, do we have any idea where we're at? Are we in the, the, the place anymore?
0: You have no idea where you are. This looks like nothing you've seen from the Senate Hall. You hear no. my voice again. Lady Maria's allies from the Pathfinder Society secured us away out of the Senate building. This is an organized force.
2: Understood. We, unfortunately, still do not have any idea where we are going.
3: I would like to open the door.
0: (laughs) Okay, sass lord, calm (laughs) down. You open another door, which leads once again to a thin stone connecting room.
3: Let's keep moving, boys. After you, Light.
1: We are but moss to your flame.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Something like that.
0: And the next, leading you into surprisingly a well lit room. Ooh. This one is lit by a magical, uh, a-, a series of magical beacons on the ceiling, a thin, glowing just lines of stone that don't appear to have any physical or engineered component to them. They are just an enchantment. Uh the room itself is lined with heavy wooden bookshelves, and it's furnished very opulently. A posh and overstuffed chair sits in the northwestern corner, alongside a small circular table, and a massive bed and adjoining table rest along the eastern side. There's a two doors sure. leading west out of here, one a much larger double door, and one a uh, smaller seeming to lead into a sequestered corner of the room. I'll open this one. Standing near this door, it does not smell good. You don't even need a perception check for that. It just doesn't smell great at this door.
2: Okay. Um, you open I'll open, this open it. Yeah.
0: It leads into a bathroom that seems to have been abandoned for just as long as the rest of these chambers. and oh, in it's so weird. state of disrepair kind of smells like shit.
2: I see. Uh, the lighting's really weird for that, just why. Yeah,
0: because the lighting is coming from, uh, the main, the oh, yeah, room, but not that yeah. Room. so it's just what's going trickling in through the doorway.
2: I see, yeah, okay. I was and gonna there's say, no
0: separate, there's not a separate bathroom line, unfortunately. Oh, not the okay. one that's not, anyway. <laughs> were these light strips on the ceiling inactive, you would not know they were there. It's just strips of stone inexplicably glowing. And yeah. again, there is a brass and green glass panel set next to this southern door, just like in the previous two rooms.
3: All right. Well, we take a closer look, like, and really examine the glass thing. Maybe a clue as to where we're at.
0: Uh, Sure. As you look at it, it is uh, ornately engraved around the outside of the brass, but appears to be a fairly simple rectangle. A lightly engraved emblem of a stylized sun is carved into the middle of it.
3: Anybody recognize the symbol? Uh, what no, kind of knowledge I would that so. be?
0: Uh, I mean, it's this. It doesn't connect to anything any of you would know other than it's vaguely reminiscent of Serenade's holy symbol, but not really. Hmm. It's just kind of a stylized son. Uh, none of you would recognize it.
1: Damn. Okay. Not a clue then. I suppose let's see what lies in front of us. It- must connect back around there was a door over there after all
3: uh,
2: I, su- I suppose we could not just open this one and see where it leads yeah we have to keep moving this runs to a dead end and we can go back
0: double doors leading to yet another connecting chamber
2: after you I was going to say, I'll motion the light lady again. I want to open a door with no light.
0: as you open that door, it leads to another room lit by these illuminescent stripes on the ceiling Uh, with a wooden counter like a bar occupying most of the northwestern corner. Open cabinets of dusty liquor bottles sit behind the bar while one cabinet remains tightly sealed with a visible padlock and three tables with a uh, quartet of chairs apiece Fill much of the room, and the walls are covered with portraits of posing nobles and historical scenes, all very faded with age. This looks like a tavern,
2: possibly, or uh, some hotel of some kind with all of the beds.
0: again, the same brass and green glass panels rest next to each doorway.
1: I guess for experimentation's sake, I believe this goes back to where we were. It
0: would lead to another connecting hallway, which, yes, leads back around to the room you started in. Yay. You appear to be trapped in a closed circuit of these four rooms with no visible way to leave.
2: Oh, that is not good. (laughs)
1: Well, you said one of these was still sealed, right?
0: Uh, one of the cabinets is sealed, yes. Uh, it's sealed, and it has a large, very fine-looking brass padlock on it. Both the cabinet ins- itself and the padlock do not show any signs of age, unlike everything else in these chambers.
1: All right. Um, If you're unlocking yeah. something using a key, do you still take the penalty for wearing armor on the disabled device check?
0: What do you mean with a key?
1: I have a skeleton key.
0: Uh, remind me how skeleton key works.
1: Plus 10 to disable device. Like, I just put the key in to turn it, and it or it doesn't.
0: Yeah, no, it literally just works here. It doesn't. Uh, let me see here. Let me check skeleton key. Uh, This is not a standard door lock. It wouldn't fit in this lock. Okay. I'm not going to just like bullshit you use the skeleton key forever, but it definitely wouldn't fit. this.
1: (laughs) I mean, fair. I I don't want to uh, just have it be like, Oh, this opens cool. I mean, there will be times
0: where that might happen, but this isn't one of them.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's a
3: fun item that I like to play around with.
1: Hmm.
3: Maybe can I detect magic on the glass?
0: The glass does radiate magic with a very faint aura of evocation and abjuration.
3: Uh, Can I spellcraft figure out what it is?
0: Uh, You sure can. So you start to look over the little glass thing and try to figure out uh, what it does. And as you are feeling it, you don't know. You don't recognize the spells that are laid on it. But Nell, with your line of sight, you would notice that the lights in the eastern room shut off when she touched it. Huh,
1: it's a light switch.
3: Here I am wasting again. all my time
1: with this. Yeah, hit it again. I want to wanna see if it actually works.
3: I'm, I'm just going to directly stare at him and push it <laughs> while I'm making eye contact.
0: The light turns back on the Eastern room.
3: I'm not even looking at you. I'm like, oh my
1: God, the light switch works. That's so cool. <laughs> Are you satisfied now? Absolutely. So where's the light switch for the other room? We'll shrug <laughs> uh the thing that's sealed it's like a, a cabinet right just wooden... yeah it's a
0: full cabinet the whole uh the whole thing itself and also the lock do not show any signs of age
1: does anybody object to me just hitting it
2: I suppose not uh
1: there's like I can just take my shield and bash it and see if it breaks
0: give it a flack your weapon still appears fine by the way What mine yes no i drew it oh you drew it okay
1: yeah i drew it and took a five foot step when yeah, i don't remember that either <laughs> that was my first turn
0: the first time i was trying to give him oh you gave him shaking the second time okay now you did draw it you're right uh, i don't remember you saying you drew it but uh i thought you total defense your first time whatever you have your sword in your hand. no uh, i just um... said uh, i just said
1: like i'll take a defensive uh, stance and draw my weapon
0: oh okay all right yeah go ahead and fucking whack the cabinet Uh, You don't even make an attack roll. You hit the cabinet. It's not moving.
2: (laughs) It doesn't run. (laughs) If it does, oh god!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Roll me damage. So you whack it with a longsword, and as you strike it, you hear uh, an incredibly loud, deafening ting as your sword bounces off as if it was made of steel.
1: Interesting. I'm not going to hit that again. I guess let's look around. Um
0: This is a perfectly good place to stop this. So we don't get too terribly far without Manshaw.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Because at the start of uh this particular investigation here into what the fuck do we even do? That's a perfect that's a perfectly good stopping point for a Pathfinder session, I think.
2: God that guy's crazy.
0: He is not right in the head. Weird. Yeah. Weird. The guy who looks like he recreation.